What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. Back after that marathon morning stream, back again with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Wednesday's Facts Over Feelings live stream, where we kick them facts. And we don't give jack about your feelings. We got a great show for you today. We got Tyrese Gibson making another another appearance. And Tyrese, I know you're listening, Ninja. New, 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 new world order. I know you're listening to the Desert Storm Bunker Dwelling. EWF, Every Woman's Fantasy. CGAC, God Allah. I can tell you're listening to me here. New, 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 new. Reveal yourself, order. Ninja. Reveal yourself. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> Everybody's listening to CGA. Everybody's listening to CGA. Don't let them fool you. Oh, no. You can't let them school you. Oh, no. Everybody listening to the Bruce Wayne. New, it is new, Ish, new, new, new the king order. of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious new, one. New, 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 new world order. A.K.A. Mr. Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. Yes, everybody's listening. New, 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 new world Everybody world. listening to CGA. And listen, I welcome all. I welcome all. You ninja watching celebrities. I know you're watching me. We got celebrities here. We got them in the building. New, 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 new world order. All right. Call me, brother. Call me on the coaching call. 100%. And that's you. Coach Gang, we international. Let me take you to a clip real quick. Let, let, let me take you to a clip so you can, so you know that everybody's watching CGA. Everybody's sounding like CGA. Even these dating coaches masking a raid, going on podcasts and podcasts, sounding like new, 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 new world order. CGA. Mm. <laughs> now, all of a sudden. Y'all sounding like May. All right. Oh, listen. No, 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 no. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. You're not going to tell me you're not watching me. All right. You're not. All right. You're not because I'm listening and I'm hearing. I'm hearing the conversations being had across the world. And nobody want to say my name, but it's okay. I already know what it is. All right. Let me see here. I already know what it is. We had our brother KS didn't want to say a brother's name. <laughs> All right. Didn't want to say my name. I know. New, 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 new world order. Just, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Let's take you to Tyrese here. Check him out. All right. Listen to some of the things he's talking about here. He watches the coach worldwide coach gang international in the building. And that's you. We worldwide. Here we go, Tyrese. Let it rip. We'll talk about this later in the show. Whole marriage and did the whole duration of a child and starting a family just to find out that it was all about money, status. Money, status, okay. Transaction. Transaction. Mm. Did you say transaction, Ninja? Ninja, did you say transaction, Ninja? Mm. <laughs> what? I know, man. I know. No, everybody talk about that, Coach. Everybody talk about that. Wait a minute. Money, energy, attention, time. Transaction. New, 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 new world order. All right, Ninja, what you, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> all right, okay. Uh -huh. Meet, meet, money, energy, status, status, transaction. All right, all right, Ninja. <laughs> that is the most painful shit you could ever imagine. 
That is the most painful. It's something that most of y'all will never be able to understand or relate to. Hmm. If this ninja starts saying the free agent lifestyle in a minute, I'm going to be looking like this nigga. <laughs> I'm gonna, Wait I'm, a minute. <laughs> Who are you? He going to come out with my whole shtick. He going to be like, free agent lifestyle. He going to slightly twerk it. <laughs> he going to twerk it. Is that a word? Tweak it. All right, because you know, hey, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Anybody who says I'm out of my mind about him watching me, isn't his wife over here? Uh, um, isn't his wife over here grifting in the manosphere? His wife is literally the, the woman he's talking about is currently grifting you ninjas in the manosphere. So I'm always a, only a click away. I'm always only a click away. I'm like, yeah, I dropped the N-word, right? I'm a click away, dude. If he watches in his ex-wife, he's probably watching her. And you know the notorious one then came up new, new, in the suggestion new box. Order. Come on, man. He's going to be like, yo, the recovering free agent lifestyle. I'm one recommendation away from any of your favorite content creators. And they got everything for me. All right. It is what it is. This is the king of kings. Talking about now, this ninja look at him. He's like, I'm gonna adopt this thing called the free agent lifestyle. What? All right, that's what he's gonna be saying next. Tyrese, don't do it, man. I will come find you. Sometimes you should thank God for being a guy that makes or a woman that makes because the wolves come out. Imagine me being the only actor in a relationship to then realize that I was in a relationship for five years and one of the best actors I've ever met in my fucking life. So we just gonna fake the whole thing. Yeah, oh man. We gonna take Tyrese through the five stages of grief that all men need to know when they get into a breakup like this. Mm -hmm. we do. All right, so look, he says money, status, transaction. My man, Tyrese, you already know, I know you watch my videos, bro. I know you watch my videos, but uh, we're going to get into this here. Next thing I knuck up, this ninja going to be talking about money, energy, attention, and time. Next time I look up. All right, Tyrese, don't do this to me, man. I'm going to call you out. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, somebody said, Tyrese, stop posting. We're going to go over that uh, later on in the show. We got some great stuff, straggling sniggle, um, some entertainment, edutainment, the best here on YouTube. Let's get to the earlier contributions to the day show. All right. Um, let me see here. Uh, the earlier contributions to the day show. Uh, dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app. Coach Greg Adams, T on TV on Venmo. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. That is pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel. All right. And you can super chat on the notorious CGA channel. Let's jump into it. Roberto Moreno says, shout out to the hardest working man in the business. Rest in peace to Tina Turner. We don't need another hero. 83 years old, man. That's pretty good life, man. Hey, and it does tell you, you know, women live longer uh, than 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 uh, men. And I'm sure, you know, her earlier years took a toll on you. 83, that's all y'all ninjas could hope to get. All right, so use that in your references, in your frame of reference where they talk about the four quarters of life. All right, I believe there was, a, the um, again, the attorney guy. <laughs> I could never remember his name. He watches me, I know, but uh, I can never. He's Kevin Samuel's best friend. That guy. What's his name? All right, that four quarters of life I got from him. All right, but um, somebody says he died like a year ago. Uh, What is the brother's name? Anyway, I can't remember. 
But uh, anyway, he's the attorney in Houston. He talked about the fort. No, not the lead attorney. Donald uh, Donald Sterling. Dennis Sterling, I believe. Dennis Sperling. God damn. Hey, man, listen, I'm bad with names. Don't don't hurt me, man. Don't hurt me. <laughs> Donald Sterling, Dennis Sperling. All right. Shout out to him. I believe I believe he was the one talking about this. I heard it. And this was probably a year and a half ago when I heard him talk about this. But the four quarters of life legit. All right. Zero through 20. The, the, now I put my own math on it. Zero through 20, 21 through 40, 41 through 60. 60 is the last quarter. And then you hope to get overtime. You hope to get a little bit of overtime out here. And Tina Turner certainly got her overtime. Now, uh, if you're in your third quarter, I'm in my third quarter, man. All right, and life is real. This is not the practice life that you want to live, right? That you want to live for them when you return. This is not the practice life. This shit is serious. All right, death is real. Do not waste your time out here. 47 years old, I am. 83, all right? You do the math, Ninja. I ain't, you know what I mean? All right, so let's get your, let's get busy while you're up in here and uh, take this damn thing seriously. Anyway, B, uh, Brown 310, shout out to you, brother. Sheldon Williams says CGA like the boogeyman. He says men scared to say his name. They are, man, because they know they know if I got the limelight, it'll be a Rapsky. But I don't want it. You know what I mean? I get it. I get it. I'm going to play. I'm going to play. I play my position. I'm not trying to get the limelight like that. You know what I mean? But you know what I mean? Don't be out here stealing my shit like the, like I get it, man. Some of the shit I don't worry about. But come on, man. Now celebrities coming over here. Oh, by the way, celebrities be watching us, man. I mean, all of us in this so-called sphere, in this space, we're one click away from each other. So I don't want to hear your bitch ass talk about you ain't in the manosphere. Yes, you are. All right. And then just trying to get out. No, nigga, you get jumped out around here. You get jumped out around here. Ninja, oh, I'm not in it no more. I'm not in the red pill. You, you still in it, Ninja. You in it because I say you in it. But a lot of ce celebrities, comedians, they watch us. They watch us. Don't think they ain't watching us, man. Hey, um, there's been TV series that have been straight rips from content that we produce. And just let, let it be known, we're findable. We're in the algorithm. I don't care. I'm super demonetized, too. All right. People know who we are around here. They don't want to act ignorant. That's the second N word that I done said. That's the second one. All right. Uh, that was a TV show, which was a straight rip off of CGA. And people watched it. I can't remember the show. They straight ripped CGA. 100%. All right. All right. But anyway, we ain't going to cry about it. But look, man, acknowledge your brother. Acknowledge me. Roman Reigns style. All right. Anyway, imagine if I wasn't shadow banned. Ninja, I'll be rich. I'll be rich around this damn thing. I'm rich, All right. Man. I would be rich if I wasn't shadow banned. I got a whole mouthpiece. Yeah, shout out to uh, Bob. He says, I see a single mother. She lives in a hotel with her kids. She shared custody with her baby daddy. After smashing, she hit me up for 20 bucks. Mm. Yeah, man. Well, listen, that, that's a lot of single moms out here. That's a lot of single mothers out here. They got it. They got it bad. When you won't, won't whatever he says, wake you up and you call right back. Single mothers be having it bad. They be down bad in a bad way, man. Like sometimes I don't even know. For some reason, this is what I think of single mothers. They be so down bad. They gas has an extra tank. <laughs> they be sitting up there. 
They be sitting up there. I don't, they gas needle be below the E. They be so below the E. I've never seen a needle below the E. I'm like, they must give women an extra gas tank in cars. Because Ninja, I would be on the side of the road. I'd be on the side of the road pushing on fumes. Women pull up to the gas station on fumes. Okay? The, the fumes is keeping that car moving. No gasoline up in that shit. No oil chains. They be on vapors sitting there contemplating life before they hop out that vehicle. Mm. <laughs> All right. Ladies, what is this? What is this superpower you have to be able to drive on gas with it below the E like that? They got a super ass. You know what I mean? And then they be putting in $10, $10 on pump too. I don't know what it is. The Lord must be watching all over them because, listen, in a time in nature, you know what I mean? These women would have been eaten up long time ago. They wouldn't have made it. They certainly would not have made it long time ago without vehicles. <laughs> all right. Sp he's spoon of gas. Man, but they be black, dude. I mean, the and not only that, they're driving on, they're driving death vehicles. I mean, the top between the tires and the brakes and the oil. I don't know how you ladies have engines. I don't know how your fuel pump isn't uh wrecked. I don't know how your tires haven't fallen off the car completely. Okay. I don't know how. I don't know how I, I don't know how y'all making it around, ladies. How y'all making it? How y'all doing it? You guys are riding with your with your treads exposed many times. Slicks, race slicks. Ladies, go look at your car right now. Go look at your car. Because my tires get bald and I look and I go, wow. All right, I need to change my tires because I already know. So go look at your cars before you disagree with me. Go to the back of your vehicle. This is what you're going to do. Get down on your knees because I said so. Tilt your head and your weave or your wig over to the side like this. Look up under the car. Look at the back of your tire, specifically on the inside of the tire. Specifically on the inside of the tire. So you know where the outside is. I know I have to give you instructions. On the outside of your tires is what you can see without bending down. On the inside, look on the inside. So as you're down there, look at the inside of your tire. If you can see silver wire, that are your that's your treads. You need new tires. Mm. <laughs> right. You're driving essentially an accident prone vehicle. This vehicle could kill many, many people. All right. By you doing one stupid act. Yeah. Jesus, take the wheel. Take it in there. Jesus, take the wheel. That right there. That's your tread. He said they won't do it. <laughs> Drop your neck. Okay, and then the back of your tire, you should be able to put a dime, like the face of the dime. Take a dime or a penny, whatever you got. I know, let's just say a penny. Stick it in the tread of your tires, like the rubber part where it's all thick and you can see the little pattern, right? Stick a dime right there. Now, first of all, if the, if the dime doesn't move, you ain't got no tread, all right? You basically driving on race slicks. You're driving on race leaks. You're you're gonna you're gonna kill some people out here. Now, if the if there's enough for the dime to somewhat disappear, the head of the dime, right? You know what I mean? Eisenhower's head, it touches his ball head, and you still got tread. You still got tread. You know what I mean? Otherwise, 
You're about to you're about to delete yourself. Probably won't delete yourself. You'll be like the woman in Straggle and Sniggle with the car flipped on its head, right? You about to take out a whole humanity here. <laughs> all right. Yeah, it's gotta reach. If it doesn't reach Abe's head, you need new tires. All right, listen. We all mess out here. We just here to teach you ladies too. We're here to teach the ladies. Let me set check on Cash App, PayPal, Venmo. In the building. Shout out to Deshaun Rose. All right. He was earlier in today's show. <laughs> Ladies are taking notes right now. They're like, what? Huh? And have you checked the windshield wiper fluid? All right. I know. It's going to be right. Have you checked your windshield wipers? Check your windshield wipers. You guys need to do a once around. This is actually part of, um, this is actually part of, um, like, if you take a test for your CDL, they teach you, you got to do an inspection around your vehicle because, you know, especially big trucks and buses. Um, you got to do an inspection before you take off because this thing can delete a whole bunch of people. If you're not paying attention to detail, you must do that to your vehicle as well. Yeah. Inspection. Yes. Check your coolant. Radiator fluid. All right. Shout out to who is this in here? Ross definitely need to go uh, need to go get some uh, country music lyrics. And do some country music lyrics like you did. Beyonce is 75% simp programming. Oh, that would be a good show. That would be a good show. Yes, because we talked about doing R&B next uh, of men singing the men who we thought were singing the women. But country music, oh, man, dude, I'm telling you, man, country music is, is cool, but it's unbearable. I can only take about a like five country songs. I put on CMT. I open my windows up on Saturday or Sunday. I let the breeze come in. I chill, you know, relax. Man, after about five songs, I got to change the channel. CMT is a damn mess. I mean, the country music is a mess. Straight up simp programming. 100%. We got, who is this? X, K, shout out to you. He says, salute to the coach gang. Thank you for the great work, sir. He says, from your perspective as a man who has been through it, he says, would it be possible for you to allude to maybe five positives of having kids thus far? As a 35-year-old man, I'm pondering a lot on this because of the strong cultural programming. Thank you. And free agent lifestyle for life. In, in fact, glad you bring that up. We can do definitely some positive. Let me think about that. I want to really put it together. All right, so I, maybe I'll put it together for tomorrow's show. Uh, and yesterday and this morning we talked about houses and I meant to talk about the benefits of owning a home and I didn't. So I talked so much negatively, <laughs> negatively about it. Some of y'all are just like, I ain't never buying a house, but there are some positively positives. Specifically, you can borrow against the equity if you are in trouble. All right. So that's different from renting. And um, when you're a renter, if you get in financial trouble, which a lot of renters will, you can't borrow against equity of a rental property. That you do not own. But when you own a home, if there is any equity, you can get a home equity loan line of credit. You can borrow against it. You can borrow against it. If um, you need an emergency fix that you cannot afford, I don't I don't suggest that you do it. You should be in a better financial position, but you can borrow against it. You can also um, uh, borrow against it if you want to pay um, uh, your kids college. Right. I mean, you can take money out in the equity. Now, if you don't got no equity, I don't know what you you know what I mean? Oh, also. With that, you got to maintain good credit, so you got to pay your bills on time. And uh, if you do hit a financial emer emergency, you can get. A, he said, "Fuck a HELOC." All right, hey, listen, <laughs> I'm just saying. 
I, I'm not saying I'm saying I don't I wouldn't tell you to do it, but right. All right. But um, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, get your finances in order. Like if you if you're down to that point, you're going to be in trouble. But uh, people do do it. <laughs> people do do it. <laughs> hey, man, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just hey, look at these guys, man. Look at these guys in the comment section. They're attacking me on the home equity line of credit. I'm just telling you. I'm not a financial advisor. Shit. I'm telling you, Jesus. Look at these guys. Man, the coach gang turned against me already, already. New, 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 new world order. I said, <laughs> I literally said, you could. I'm not telling you you should, Jesus. Man, these ninjas out here shuffling already. We ain't even into the show yet, man. They're going to kick me off. Look how fast they turn against me. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. My gosh, they act like I told you to get a vasectomy. All right? Mm. <laughs> they act like I told them to get a vasectomy. My Lord, I just said you could, man. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> He said, tighten up. All right, all right. Don't get a home equity line of credit. <laughs> Jesus. ay ay Man, oh, Lord, boy, hey, I wouldn't want the coach gang against CGA. All right, man, almighty. All right, back to the show. He said, I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Hey, no vasectomies. My God. All right, my coach. My own coach gang turned against new, me. New, 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 new world. All right, Floyd did say one of my sisters found out that I'm an electrician and confirmed what you said about home repair costs by sending me a list of electrical issues for her new home. Indeed. Just like that, guys. Um, and if you're a family member, like if you do HVAC, you're a pool cleaner, you install stuff, you're a contractor, your family will take advantage of you. All right, your family will take advantage of you. So instead of her paying for that she thinks she's gonna do the work for free nope all right so shout out to you let's get to the show what do we got here <laughs> what do we got here uh as my audience has turned against me we got doom and gloom cga let's bring it on back let's bring it on back doom and gloom cga all right uh the world health organization <laughs> wait the World Health Organization new, 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 new world order. Uh, is coming out now warning you ninjas about the next pandemic. And they've got some very, very interesting things to say. Quote, the head of the World Health Organization new, 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 new world warned order. that the world must be prepared for the next pandemic, which could be even deadlier than the C-19 pandemic. By the way, let me guess when this is going to come out. Is it perhaps when Donald Trump wins the presidency? Because this ninja looked like he about to win. Ron DeSantis took a fat L. He's got time to recover. He was already behind in the polls. Ron DeSantis, you got some work to do, homie. And Joe Biden's on his way out. Not even Oprah. Not even the not even the once Joe Biden. All right, Donald Trump looked like right now the front runner, runner right now. I know nobody want to hear that. Donald Trump looked like it's gonna be a walk, cakewalk, but you never know, man. They got shit. They got some plans for your boy. They got some plans. All right, so 
I'm going to assume this shit going to be unleashed upon the world, potentially, or or it's going to show up. It's going to show up when Donald Trump wins. I'm just letting y'all know. Mm. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm just going to assume that that's what they're talking about. But let me read into it. It says in a meeting of the World Health Assembly in Geneva, Switzerland, on Monday, Director General Dr. Tedros. I can't pronounce all that shit. It looks Greek. Sounded an alarm that the C-19 pandemic is far from over. What? Hold up. I thought. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe I'm new here. I don't know. I thought you guys ended it. Quote. The threat of another variant emerging that causes new surges of disease and death remains. Damn, doom and gloom. You... <laughs> yeah, before the election. Ay, ay, ay. And he says, and the threat of another pathogen emerging with even deadlier potential remains. However, the WHO recently declared that the C9 pandemic is no longer a health emergency. All right. But I guess he said it ain't over. Ninja. <laughs> he was like, it ain't over. We still can change up and flip the script. When the next pandemic comes a knocking, and it will. Holy mackerel. They are trying to get a new, 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 new world order. All right. They said it, and it will. Do you see this on the guy? You see this right here? When it comes knocking, and it will. We must be ready to answer decisively, collectively, and equitably. We cannot kick this can down the road, Tedro said in an address to the WHO member states, if we do not make the changes that must be made, oh my Lord, then who will? And if we do not make them now, then when? Ay, 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 is this the brothers right here? Boy, they acting cray-cray out here. This is crazy. All right, so there's more to this right here. They talking about eight, how many people? All right, they talking about who this and that. Uh, they, they, hey man, get ready. It's going to be crazy, man. They was just, this was just a test. This was just a test. All right. So they're going to really put the they going to really put the clamps on us next time around. All right. Let's give you some more doom and gloom. This comes from a gentleman that did a red table talk. We're going to go ahead and talk about the future. All right. The future. We in the Jetsons. We almost in the Jetsons. By the way, I don't know if you know. The Jetsons cartoon, um, when they lived in space, the reason why they lived, they, they actually didn't live in space. They lived higher up above um, above ground. People thought that was because there were flying cars. But in general, the idea was they had to move up higher because all the bullshit, death, destruction, and decay was down below. All right. So there was actually a life in a world below, but they lived up here to get away from that shit. Mm. People don't know that. <laughs> they lived above the pollution. They lived above. <laughs> they had to move up. All right. So. There was still a world down there with y'all ninjas, all right? <laughs> You're ready, player one style. People don't know that. People thought they just was up there because everything was high and, and flying. But they were up there because y'all ninjas was down below. All right, so <laughs> it's crazy. Yep, living in like a ready player one. Snigglevilles downstairs, the community. Hey, hey, black folks. Actually, actually, have you ever seen black folks on the Jetsons? Nope. Have you ever seen black folks? On the Jetsons. Think about it. The future looks bright. I didn't say that. I did not say that. However, the future does look bright. Hey, check this out. The community was down there. All right. They had the Elon Musk. The black woman was the robot. 
They was down there, back there. You guys got to know how it works. They said, no ninjas in the future. We going to be up in the air. Y'all going to be down there. All right. Uh, but anyway, uh, this is another uh, future. We're going to the future right here. This gentleman is going to tell us what type of technology should we expect in the future? Yes, it gets weirder and weirder. Let's go ahead and give him. I don't know who he is, by the way. But this was on the TED Talks. Ted, oh, there's his name right there. Imran. Okay, I can't say that. Shout out to my Indian brothers out there. My East Indians. Will not be held in your hand, and it won't be on your face either. Sorry, this is my wife. Hello. It is. Are you Ted? Yeah, I'm on the red circle right now. His wife named Bethany, so I can guarantee you she white. All right, so you know them Indian brothers come over there. They get in the tech. They get them a plain Jane white, a bad plain Jane, one of the top notch plain Jane. She Ivy League, and she a home, and she take the kids to school. All right, here we go. Her name, Bethany. Here we go. My wife. Hello? It is. Are you Ted? Yeah, I'm on the red circle right now, actually. Oh, great. Good luck. And don't forget to mention me. <laughs> I won't, babe. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> Love you, too. It's a new kind of wearable device that and platform that's built entirely from the ground up for artificial intelligence. And it's completely standalone. You don't need a smartphone or any other device to pair with it. In fact, I'm wearing one right now. And it interacts with the world the way you interact with the world. Hearing what you hear, seeing what you see. New, 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 new world order. Wait a minute. I, I can't. I need to be able to get away. Y'all ain't letting me get away, man. Y'all ain't letting me get away. And by the way, your current smartphone, by the time this rolls out, will not work. I'll just keep my smartphone. Nope. They got y'all, man. They got y'all by the balls, the short hairs, as they say. What else do you got to say, sir? All right. We like to say that the experience is screenless, seamless. Oh, y'all saying that looks like me, Indian coach? I wonder what that was talking about. The Indian version of coach. I get it now. I wasn't, I was confused. But yes, I see what you're talking about. Yes. Ball hair, gray beard, indeed. All right. And sensing. Say you're health conscious or you have certain types of food considerations. Picked up one of these chocolates. Can I eat this? A milky bar contains cocoa butter. Given your intolerance, you may want to avoid it. My AI knows what's best for me, but I'm in total control. I'm going to eat it anyway. Enjoy it. Oh, man. New, 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 new world order. I don't need this. I don't need this, man. I don't need this. Why do we need this? Anybody? Like, man, I tell you, man, I was on a website the other day and um, I, I was looking up something. I can't remember what I was looking up, but it came up with a uh, a link for my answer and it was a human answer. But for some reason, the way the link was, uh, the, the way the page was on my phone, I clicked something and then the AI answered the question from the AI's perspective. And it actually answered it better than the human responses. And it actually gave me the answer I was looking for, which is confirmation bias, right? So I'm sitting there like, what? Like, I don't know what I clicked. And I, I was either trying to move the screen, but I clicked it and it jumped to another screen with the AI answering the question. After I was looking for human responses, I was like, "You what in the new, 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 new world order? It was a Quora. It was on Quora form. 
I was like, man, what in the fuck? They got an AI answer, and it said, and it answered it, and actually gave a good answer. I was like, that's acceptable. That's acceptable. We done, man. We done as a human population. It was a nice run. Well, listen, I'm not going to say we done. All right, I don't know if you can say that on YouTube, but yeah. These examples are just the start. As AI advances, we will see how it will transform nearly every aspect of our lives. Oh, no, my new, Lord. New, new world order. Are we sure we want this? Do we want him making decisions for us? I mean, this does look like me, the great coach Alini. It does kind of look like me, all right? The Indian, East Indian Kamala Harris version of Coach Greg Adams. We Do we want this to control every... Control, wait a minute. Is we will see how it will transform nearly every aspect of our lives. Oh my! In God. ways that will seem unimaginable. Well, that's doom and gloom, unimaginable. Man, y'all better catch up right now. Y'all better catch up. It's getting serious out here. It's getting real serious. <laughs> my lord, we better hold on to our hats. All right, straggling sniggle. Let's get through it, man. I'm only trying to do two two hours today, and I'm no. Get my variant. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, we have the race for AI. Let me do Straggling Sniggle Theater, but we'll catch and we'll catch up on the super chats. First, Straggling Sniggle Theater. First, it's not a video, it's actually just a photo. Apparently, a social media is going cray cray on a black dentist. I don't know if it's a female dentist, I think it's a female dentist saying she's anti-black for her no-bonnet rule. Take a look. Apparently, let me see where the dentist is. The dentist is, uh, I can't tell the neighborhood. Uh, Dr. Sutton, this is the type of thing that will get you canceled, unfortunately. Dr. Sutton says, no bonnets, no house shoes, and no pajama bottoms. Hello, praise the Lord. And they're wanting a little bit of decorum in their office. And we've been telling black, I've been telling black women about this a long time, right? It's a lazy effort, number one. It's just a sign of laziness. Number two, it's a sign of sloth, one of the seven deadly sins. And it does pro, it does promote uh, the, the idea that your stereotypes are not going to work for you, man. I mean, this is going to add fuel to the fire. So you're making a lazy effort. You roll out of bed. Do not even prepare yourself. You slide over to your dentist appointment, barely brush your teeth. And then you actually embarrass yourself and people talk about you. And then you say, well, it no matter. All right. And this is a very big, hot topic of conversation. If you have daughters, nieces, cousins, female cousins, these are things that you might want to talk to them about. And if they and if they fight you on it, let them live out their existence miserably fighting these stereotypes. All right. Because you asking for it. Ninja, same thing with you with your pants below, uh, below your boxer shorts. Same thing. So. Here it is. This is a black dentist being called anti-black. <laughs> called anti-black. They said Dayton, Ohio. Uh-oh. Dayton, Ohio. Oh, it might say it over here. Let's go ahead and read it here. What are y'all thoughts on this? A black dentist has gone viral on social media for her rule against. It's a woman, black woman. Her role, her rules against hair bonnet, slippers, and pajamas inside of her dental practice on May. The 17th, the Twitter user posted a question in the response to a fake book user who posted a screenshot of the note her dentist, Dr. Sutton, had posted on the reception desk at my dentist's office, quote, at my dentist's office. And this was the first thing I noticed. A Facebook fake book user, Sheila Hampton, wrote, 
I definitely jumped for joy. So it sounds like another black woman saw this and jumped for joy. The dentist message, the dentist's message, let her patients know that if they wish to be served at her place of business, they'll be dressed accordingly. You have to follow the rules. And um, um, let me see here. Yeah, we, we do have some support in here. And uh, I'm trying to see here. Let's be real. Only a certain class of people within a race would call this anti-black. It's a shame you have to be forced, uh, have to force a little dignity on some who don't have it or won't weren't taught it at home it's me reading again but it is what it is and it was perfectly good english and i screwed it up so i applaud her as well let's give her a round of applause for getting the straggles to at least have a little bit of decorum and you ninjas too you do rag ninjas too do rags too i'm not a big fan of do rags in public all right although the one thing that i do wear and i don't wear very much that could consider is basketball shorts everywhere we got to acknowledge that basketball shorts everywhere. Probably you got to make a little bit of be better effort. Okay. But I'm going to throw in basketball shorts everywhere. Tank tops, male or female do rags bonnets. All right, let's go ahead and get yoga pants on there. Let's go and get yoga pants. Let's throw yoga pants in here. Yoga pants are almost, this is a sign of laziness and sloth. All right. Are we doing great, great sweatpants? Gray sweatpants, all right. All right, if I can see your boxer shorts or drawers, your snicker stains, this is going to be out. This is called decorum. Decorum. Nike slides, now we're getting ridiculous. All right, listen. Crocs, though, Crocs. Crocs for sure. Crocs for sure. Uh, Flip-flops and socks. I'm going to go with that one. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I'll go with flip-flops and socks. The slides are gone. Y'all getting ridiculous now. Okay. Women with baseball caps, um, they're saving. They're sparing us. But I, I'm going to give uh, ladies keep the baseball caps. Sometimes y'all look sexy. You look better with the baseball caps on. I can't see that goofy-ass hair. Um, sunglasses, women with sunglasses on because they don't have their makeup. Yeah. He said that was done at basketball shorts. I'm saying like as a normal, as a norm. You know what I mean? I get it if you're going from the gym. and But, you know, every day. No, nah, we we keep in sundresses. We keep in sundresses. We keep and somebody want bras on women. Okay, at least get a manicure. Let's keep them bra. Uh, it is what it is. I do like some women in yoga pants, but some people you already know they wearing them as just a lazy piece of attire. Now, if you do got that body right, I'm gonna give you a. I'm gonna give you a. I'll give you a pass. All right, but uh, BBLs, BBLs need to be gone. That, there never was a good time for a BBL. Speaking of BBL, we have a sister climbing a ladder in the blue hole in Jamaica. Let's take a look at this, ladies and gentlemen. This is on Stragglers Nickel Theater, the one and only in Hollywood. Leave my leave my shit alone. I came up with Stragglers Nick. All right, so here we go. All right. Man. All right. So apparently this sister jumped in the water or whoever she is. She didn't jump in the water. And now you got two Jamaican nits, uh, sniggles helping her up the ladder. And people are excited. And boy, is she thick. Hello. All right, this is a big and she's looking at the snicker and she trying, boy. Oh my lord, I gotta pull all that weight up. 
She about to pass up. Oh, they have it in two times speed. And take a look at this. Take a look at that, ladies and gentlemen. Like oh, the humanity. Ninjas, y'all know y'all happy right now. Y'all like, I let me at her. Let me at her. She's tired. She's exhausted by the jerks. Oh, the humanity. Them ninjas are in heaven right now. They want to put that face right down the middle of that. Yes, indeed. Oh, the humanity. All right. Yeah, they ain't happy. And I'm going to tell you, there's a guy in the background screaming, screaming white meat. We'll rewind it and show you. All right. There she comes. And here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Don't let yourself go, sisters. Oh, my Lord. Take a look at Take a look at that. These ninjas, you know, hard as a rock right now. All right, there it is. Take a look at that football print going crazy. But listen to the background. The guy in the background screaming white meat. All right, now, shes I don't think she's a white woman, but she's light-skinned. He's screaming white meat. Listen. That ninja in the background having a good old time. And you know she got them cheeks clapped in Jamaica. You know she got clapped up in Jamaica. Hey, where's our man, Lord Vans? All right. (laughs) Oh, she passing out. She probably farting and stuff. Look, she done passed out right at the top. Thank you. She probably farting this ninja. This is like. <laughs> All right. Who's Ronnie Coleman? Who is that? Good morning. Good morning. Wait a minute. I don't know who Ronnie Coleman is, but shout out to him. Uh, not Ronnie Coleman, the bodybuilder. Not the bodybuilder. All right, man. Anyway, whew, you know, them brothers had to take the rest of the day off. Uh, was it the Ronnie build Ronnie Coleman, the bodybuilder? Yeah. All right. Shout out to him. Okay. Mr. Olympia. All right. He was screaming in the background. Is that just like a voice? It's a voiceover. It's a voiceover. I'm assuming. Okay. All right. Shout out. To, or was he there? Yeah, that brother's starving. All right. Ronnie <laughs> Coleman right there. Uh, what are we doing here? We still got straggle and sniggle. We do. We have a we have a white straggle, white straggles on the scene. Let's go ahead and talk about this. This young lady, this Kaylee, she's a flatback. All right, she's a definitely a flatback. She's working on her supreme too. Of course, she's a model. And uh, what these what we tell you that young women get these propositions all the time. They're around wealthy men, men with status, professional athletes, and so forth. The funny thing is, they don't know how to monopolize it or parlayed that into actual good things, right? And so um, this woman's going to say she got invited to a yacht party by a handsome model-type guy, but it goes left, and she's going to try to play the victim. But when we tell you girls be getting on boats easily, like you you got to own the boat to get on the boat, they can get on the boat with relative ease. Uh, this is what I'm talking about. We're going to have her take it from here. What's the craziest thing that happened to you, says the street interviewer. And here's Flatback Supreme right here. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Let's get the volume up. 
there it is. Happened to this gorgeous, gorgeous man came up to me as I was leaving a fashion event and asked me on a date. And I was just kind of like, wow, like, yeah, I'm down. And he asked me if I wanted to go on his yacht. And I was like, damn, OK, I got someone young, rich, wealthy and super sexy. Like, look how fast she said yes. <laughs> right. She said all these hey guys run game, right? Run game. Yeah, it looks like New York City. Typical New York model. All right. Young, typical. So so with the quickness, run game has been flushed down the toilet. The ninja didn't run game. He said that easy and how she jumped right on it. So what we telling you is that that shit don't matter. Right. And of course, he was young, handsome and appearing to be wealthy. In fact, women's dream is to find a young, wealthy man. All right. Nothing disappoints a woman more than seeing old men jumping out of Lamborghinis, Porsches, and Ferraris. Nothing disappoints them more than that. I mean, they get disappointed by a lot of things, but when they see my Porsche drive up, the first thing they are hoping for is that a 26-year-old man jumps out of it. But instead, I'm two decades older. They'd be like, damn, all right. I think I can lay up under them. All right, I'll, I'll have sex with him. <laughs> they be disappointed like a mother sucker. In their world, they believe Young people, young men have yachts. I'm going to tell you, there's probably not many men under 25 that got a yacht, a Porsche, a Lamborghini, a Range Rover. This is like the exception to the rule if it does apply. And he's probably an athlete or someone famous. Uh, trust fund, baby. But look how fast. <laughs> you look how fast she jumped on that invitation. No game needed. <laughs> right. Let's get let's get into it. Oh, I would fold this up, too, by the way. Yeah, let's do it. So the next day I go to this address that he sent me. I'm assuming it's his house and I'm all excited. I'm all like dressed really cute. And I knock on the door and an old man opens the door, which is not the sexy young man that asked me out. You see that? You see that? An older man. I think she even said old, not an older. An old man answered the door. It wasn't the sexy young man that invited me. The story continues. All right. She about to get invited to some eyes wide shut. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm probably at the wrong house. And he's like, oh, no, you're looking for Chris. And I was like, yes. And I'm like, oh, OK, what am I getting myself into? And he's like, yeah, yeah, he'll be here soon. Come on in. So I go in and I just started modeling. So I'd never been around any sort of thing like this. I go in. There's plenty of old men, plenty of young models. Everyone's doing coke, lots of alcohol. And at that time, I barely even drank. So I was just like, oh, that's a lot. Anyways. All right. And so, again, she found herself in that situation with the quickness. She got baited. They switched on her ass. But of course, instead of her saying, let me parlay this to a something positive, potentially getting good with somebody who I don't have reach to, she started to play the victim. So she see hoes doing lines of the coca and she's seeing people getting drunk and partying and getting naked and probably getting ran through. And then she starts to play the prissy role and let's see how it works out for her. All right. Chris ends up coming and I'm like, hey, like what happened to like our date with your y'all? And he's like, hey, nice to see you. Says hi. Doesn't talk to me the rest of the time. All right, so the young, handsome guy that baited her there yeah, was like, yeah, bitch, they, you're here. Thank you. Good. Join in with the rest of us. Um, consent to this orgy and sign the NDA because this is an orgy. But see, this is what happens when they try to do what? Hypergamy. And yes, we're going to talk about it. This is when they think they're getting the opportunity of a lifetime. They wait and wait and wait. I want a young, rich, handsome guy. And then you ain't good enough. And then as soon as one shows up, she jumped right on the boat. She jumped right on the boat. 
It didn't take her that long. She was like, finally, it's here. Okay, I've been waiting for this. Pretty woman style jumped her ass right on the yacht. <laughs> All right, and now she's going to say she stayed. Guess why? Because they're in the middle of the ocean, so I couldn't leave. All right, let's go ahead and get to that. Makes his rounds with all the models, and then I quickly realized I'm one of the many girls he invited. So we get on this yacht, and then I kind of realized this is what my agent had warned me about, which is what they call a promoter, aka human rat. They essentially take around models to clubs, parties, things. This they get paid uh, from these old guys to have like a bunch of models show up. Yeah, but you went though. You jump right on it. See, she jumped. Well, they basically do this. So she's trying to blame the other guys. Trying to talk them down. They basically pay them. They fornicate with them. They do lines of coca off of their booty hole. Yes, they do. Now, guess what? You jump right on it. You fell right for the bait. Just like a big fish, you fell right for the bait. So now you want to act like you know because your ass got on the boat. But you, it didn't take you nothing. He walked up to you. You went, boom. You jumped right on it. Here we go. All right. Anyway, let's continue. So now I'm on this yacht in the middle of a body of water. I cannot escape. Old men are hitting on me. Young girls are doing coke. I'm scared. And they all sound like this. And they're all drunk as fuck. And I'm like, fuck me. And so. Yeah, that's what's about to happen. You asked for it. And that's what's about to happen. So then we're watching this festival from the, the water. And I'm like tucked away in a corner. Tucked away in the corner. What do you mean? Yeah, Doc Notes. What do you mean? I'm not special. You mean there's a bunch of other gorgeous women. And they're naked. And they're having fun. Um, I'm. And again, I keep telling you, there's when it comes to this, this abundance mindset that you have to have, you don't have to have much money to have this. But what you have to realize is if you get to a certain point in life and financially, there's not that many yous in America, but there's a bunch of thems. This shows that there's not that many thems that they talk Australian and they were doing this and they were having fun and girls was getting naked. They knew what it was. They realized what time it was. I'm not special. You're not special. We just in here. We're one of many flatbacks. As somebody said, she's a seven or eight tops, which is not a disrespect to her. That is pretty much where she is. All right. And there's many of you. And of course she's capping. Yes. <laughs> right. She's definitely capping because she's leaving out, as we say, lies of omission. She's leaving out something that ain't explaining it, okay? All right, somebody touched on that body. A bunch of old men, yes. Old men are the ones with money in America. I mean, in the world. Guys, ladies, ladies, if you're watching me, you're waiting to meet a guy that's 32 and wealthy. He don't exist. If he do By the way, there's a chart that I can show you. The least... The, the age group with the least wealthiest people is between 30 and 40. <laughs> the age group with the least millionaires is 30 to 40. The age group with the most millionaires, age 60. 100%. The only millionaires that look like millionaires that are in their 30s got their daddy's money. Daddy, that's daddy's money. That's daddy's car. That's daddy's life. That's daddy's Rolls Royce double R. That's daddy's jet. That's daddy's yacht. It ain't his yet until daddy's dead. But they in their mind think, oh, there's a bunch of 30 year old millionaires. Ninja, these are mainly, mainly retired basketball players. And they already been rant. They already got about to get run through on child support. Okay. So it is what it is. It is what it is, but in their mind, they're holding out hope. To, we're all the tall, handsome, rich, young men. 
<laughs> they don't exist. All right, comparatively. And you, by the way, you, by the way, there's millions of you. This flatback Supreme right here in any municipality, Miami, New York, uh, Chicago, Houston, Los Angeles, San Diego. What? You know how many women look like this woman? <laughs> you know how many I can, you, I can get a woman like this relative ease right now to come over in an hour within an hour's notice. Let's continue. And I'm like, oh, God, please, no one talk to me. What's the craziest thing that happened to you? This gorgeous, gorgeous man came up to me as I was leaving a fashion event and asked me on a date. And I was just kind of like, wow, like, yeah, I'm down. And he asked me if I wanted to go on his yacht. And I was like, damn, OK, I got someone young, rich, wealthy and super sexy. Like, yeah, let's do it. So the next day I go to this address that he sent me. I'm assuming it's his house and I'm all excited. I'm all like dressed really cute. And I knock on the door. And an old man opens the door, which is not the sexy young man that asked me out. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm probably at the wrong house. And he's like, oh, no, you're looking for Chris. And I was like, yes. And I'm like, oh, OK, what am I getting myself into? And he's like, yeah, yeah, he'll be here soon. Come on in. So I go in and I just started modeling. So I'd never been around any sort of thing like this. I go in. There's plenty of old men, plenty of young models. Everyone's doing coke, lots of alcohol. And at that time, I barely even drank. So I was just like, wow, that's a lot. Anyways, Chris ends up coming and I'm like, hey, like what happened to like our date with your y'all and he's like hey nice to see you says hi doesn't talk to me the rest of the time makes his rounds with all the models and then i quickly realized i'm one of the many girls he invited so we get on this yacht and then i kind of realized this is what my agent had warned me about which is what they call a promoter aka human rat they essentially take around models to clubs parties things this they get paid uh from these old guys to have like a bunch of models show up and so now i'm on this yacht in the middle of a body of water i cannot escape old men are hitting on me young girls are doing coke i'm scared and they all sound like this and they're all drunk as fuck and i'm like fuck me and so then we're watching this festival from the, the water and i'm like tucked away in a corner and i'm like oh god please no one talk to me what's the crazy all right and please no one talk yeah she left something out by the way somebody's oh candace says she's gorgeous she she is eight is good ladies i don't know why you think eight is not good looking all right most there's not many tens there's like 10 tens in the world so eight is good you're happy i gave you an eight be happy by the way if you wanted to know and um uh, based on the age distribution of millionaires that I talked about, this is a different chart where I had 30-year-olds being the least, but this one this one is slightly different. But take a look, all right? The average age of a millionaire, especially in the United States, is age 62. The average age of a millionaire is age 62. Now, take a look, all right? This chart is somewhat different than I um, original quote, quoted, and I can't find it while we were uh, talking here. Take a look. <laughs> Take a look where the millionaires reside. Most of them are 55 and up. 55 and up. All right. The primarily the most like 70, we're looking at 75%. Something like that. 75 roughly. 70% plus of millionaires are age 55 and up. All right. That's this is what people, this is what women need to know, right? Or men in general. Men in general, okay, so 45 to 54 right there. There you go. You got 20%. That's still a considerable amount. So let's just say we're looking at 93% of all of all millionaires are 45 and up. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. All right. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. They, but they're looking for young, rich, gorgeous, handsome, tall, Men, it ain't happening. And I'm telling you, most of these people are NBA or NFL players. Okay. 
All right. He says, this she from the house? Okay, all right. Last ball mission, yeah. So 93% of all millionaires age 45 and up. All right, so think about that. Um, as you're building your plan, your life plan, it'd be great if you were young, rich, and fabulous. Most times that doesn't happen, but I wish you the best to be able to get there. Okay. Um, but uh, that's just the reality of it. Straggling sniggle theater. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right. Let's get to uh, super chats and all of that stuff in here. Okay, we got some funny ones. Ninja Snuggle says you should listen to Hardy Coach. He's a country singer. He's either hardcore simping or talking about a breakup with this girl. He's good though. Yeah, the country singers are good, but they be they be out here simping. Roberto Moreno. Rumor is Tom Brady became a minority owner of the Raiders as a tribute to CGA after watching his show secretly to help him with this divorce to Giselle. Goat the goat. Shout out to you, Tom Brady. Um, I wish you would actually get on the field for a year and suit up for us. And we do need you this year. I'm not really, you know, shout out to our boy, our quarterback, uh, whatever, Garoppolo. But, um, you know, we going to need some backup more than likely. Ninja Snuggle, pretty much everything that had happened in Back to the Future has come true. Remember McFly's boss called him on the home. On his computer, yep, remote work 30 years prior, indeed. And when they abolish all lawyers, we will probably have completed the circle of everything in Back to the Future, paying with your cab, with your finger, fingerprint, right? These are things, and of course, everything isn't 100% accurate. It would be di difficult to do that. But these movies are precursors there. And, um, you know, most of the things that they that they do in the in the past to make these future movies so uh, these ideas are already worked on by the time, it, you know, 20 years ahead, it's available. The dictator says, LOL, that asteroid is no longer coming, but the asteroid robot, the android robots are either way, doom and gloom. CGA is here to help. I'm giving you guys prep time to get ready. All right. That android robot. I need me an android robot. I need me an android robot. I need one, though. I'm going to spend the money. Cheeks clap, Android. <laughs> All right, anyway. Rational Rationality says, Mastodon 304s need a veterinarian, not a dentist. Oh, man. Oh, the humanity. Freaky Fred says, CGA, if a four-time divorcee told you while crying that uh, her dead dog that she used to share food with taught her how to love and... And how to be in love after her divorces. How would you react asking for a friend, a woman, a four-time divorcee? And she said her dead dog that she used to share food with taught her how. Man, please. Jesus, how old is this woman? And if you clap her cheeks, it's going to be the worst decision you ever made. <laughs> All right. Tell her to take her dentures out and give you that gummy. Roberto Moreno, one of my favorite CGAs, quote, quote, you may not be able to get that particular woman, but you can get the same make and model somewhere else. Goat, indeed, indeed. And never feel like you're going to miss out on a woman. Most of, like, I mean, there's really only like 45 different versions of women <laughs> per, per race, per race. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's really only, there's not that many differences between one and the next. So if you miss this one, for sure, you can get one that looks just like her. You don't have to have that one. You don't have to have that one. You know what I mean? Like, y'all be like, I got to have her. No, you don't. There's another, there's another edition that looks somewhat similar to her. And you can find her easily, bro. Like in Florida. I'm going to tell you guys, everybody in Florida, tell me I'm lying. A woman like that, you know, the, the, the blonde, the blonde woman in Florida, she looked like either her mom or her smoke meth. Like she got a, a skinny face, pointy ass nose, but she trying to look like a California blonde. She's slightly pale and she's got a peroxide blonde hairdo that just ain't California enough. Knobby ass knees, skinny ass feet. Like, you know what I mean? Like she just almost slightly, slightly California, but a little poor. She grew up on a trailer park. Methany, crystal meth, right? Her <laughs> sounds like Broward. How many women look just like that with the extra tan and shit? Like how many women look just like that, bro? You can go to Florida, close your eyes, spin in a circle and you will find them. Orlando, Tampa, you going to find them just like that, bro. There's a bunch of them, man. You ain't got to have that one. You can wait. They come around the corner and shit. <laughs> she got the strong ass chin and shit. Right? Sculpted ass jaw. Yo, that's the art. Yo, bro. That the classic porn star. That will Fort Lauderdale. My, you can find minty versions of that. Minty. Dry blonde. With the, she just need her hair dyed. Tampa. Bro, that woman is everywhere. That woman's everywhere. You don't got to have that one. Where's Kaylee at? There she is. Kay Kaylee's that woman. How many women in America look like Kaylee? You could go to Spokane, Washington and find this exact woman right here. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always know it fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cuffed. These boys want a relationship, but I'm just trying to... That woman right there, there's like carbon copies of her splattered across the country. <laughs> You'd be like anywhere. That's any suburb, any state. Name a suburb. You could go to Utah. Go to Utah. You could go up and down Utah. You could go to Provo. You could go to Ogden. You could go to St. George. Any goddamn where. Anywhere in eastern Washington. Dallas, <laughs> come on, man. There's no, there's no way that y'all got to rush and be like, oh, but I saw this pretty girl. Man, 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 please. All right, black women. What about the black woman with the light skin, with the hazel green eyes? How many women have y'all seen like that? Whoever that, whoever that warrior was in Africa or whoever that warrior was, this ninja was the Genghis Khan of our day. For black folks, the light skinned chick with the hazel or the green eyes. Every city has these chicks. <laughs> you know what I mean? You go there, you're like, there's that girl again. And she got box braids and shit. You're like, there she is again. Another one. And they all look like the same. They got the same daddy. They all got the same daddy. Erica Badu looking chicks, right? They all got whoever that warrior was and busting nuts and everybody. That woman, 
That woman is everywhere in every city. You don't have to have that one. And usually got kids. Yeah, the yeah, the Ari Parker, Nicole. Let's pull her up. Nicole Ari Parker. <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay, we got good. We got a good one. Oh, that's kind of a, not a good picture of her. She actually looked like a white girl right there. All right, let me see if I can get a good picture of her. The Nicole Ari Parker. She's a gorgeous woman, too. This woman, let's get her stop here. Let me stop sharing here, put it up. This woman right here. This woman's everywhere in every neighborhood. And you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? This woman comes in various forms. You will find this woman in Gary, Indiana, looking just like this. And you will think you found the one. And this woman will be so ghetto. She will be unrefined, unclassy. She will be <laughs> snotting, digging boogers out. She'd be scratching her book. And you'll be like, damn. She'd be straight up gutter trash, right? She'll put a BBL on herself, like for some reason. And she'll have tattoos on her neck. You're like, oh, she kind of, okay, I can overlook the tattoo on the neck. All right, but but she'll look just like that, bro. She'll look like that. <laughs> Right. There's there's like clones of this woman, but they'll be like slightly unrefined in Charlotte. Like, oh, damn. <laughs> All right. I'll look I'll overlook it because you can't get the one. You can't get Nicole Ari Parker. I actually seen her in person. She's good looking. All right. But you'll get the unrefined version of her. Yeah. Coyla Ray. Right. So, oh, no, we got to pull her up. Got to pull her up. So, yes. So now, yeah, you're going to get the unrefined version of it. And we'll show you right here. Uh, here it is right here. Here's the unrefined version of this, the younger unrefined version of that woman, right? So then you meet her and she looks like her, but she's got tattoo on her chest. You know what I mean? It just, just doesn't. You're like, hey, what happened? What happened? Mm. Yeah, she got some. <laughs> You're like, damn. All right, it's close. It's close. I'll take it. All right, uh, man, if she didn't have them tattoos on, man, she'd be, I would fold that shit up myself. All right, for sure. All right. Yeah, she could be, like, take a look at this photo right here. This is a photo where you can't see her tattoos. I, I'm not a tattoo guy. Not especially, you got a tattoo on your chest with a sword like Brock Lesnar. Like, you're automatically out. Is she Dominican? Like, with this picture, she, man, she flawless, right? If you just cut it right there. You're like, wowzers. She's a little too unrefined. She's a little too unrefined. Mm. I don't need women like that, that young with already issues and shit like that. You know what I mean? She got too many, so many, she got too many issues. What do we got here? Let's get over here and acknowledge the brothers. Cash app. All right. Shout out to Deshaun. Deshaun. Deshaun says for the show, coach, that's it. And that's you. And that's you. All right. What are we doing here? All right, there's many girls in Oakland, Richmond, California look just like that. But get to actually met a chick, junior college, 20. She was like that. I mean, gorgeous. But she was from, she was from the Bay Area. Like, you know what I mean? And she probably been already been ran through by Bay Area. She was just unrefined. It was just like, 
damn, she she just was too bay. She was just too much from the bay. I was like, damn. The streets got her. The streets got her already. And she barely 21. Already done. Already a bust down. I was like, dang. Shout out to Faith. She says, Talk, uh, talking about country music, Coach, I remember watching Walk the Line, the movie about Johnny Cash's lyrics to one of the songs was, I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. All oh, the violence, indeed. Watch out for Johnny Cash. Johnny, Johnny Cash, y'all. Let me check up on, uh, y'all love some Coyle Ray, I see. Is that her name? Bay Area or Oakland? Well, you know, if you grew up in the Bay, and you're a woman, and this woman was attractive. She was, she was good. You're gonna sneak out. You know, she snuck out. <laughs> so she was from the bay, but you know, people from the bay, you know, they be going dudes uh messing with ninjas from the O 100 percent It's just an automatic. Them ninjas in the O ain't afraid to have game, so they ain't afraid to open their mouth up in the bay area. You if you don't have no game, <laughs> all right, in the O town. You out. Yeah, she got passed around. Yeah, 15-year-olds at concerts. Because that's what they do, man. These girls go at teen. They're adolescents, and they go backstage, underage, adolescents. How you doing? Fine. She replied. So they go to these concerts at 15. And, yes, they be getting busy. Shout out to everybody in the Bay. All right, who is this? My man, David Tully Blanchard, says, Caught the replay of this morning stream, a masterclass as usual. But man, let me tell you that the real estate park could have been four hours by itself. You were just scratching the surface. Most folks don't really know what they are getting themselves into with home ownership. When my sister tried to buy an older house a while back, I basically told her all that stuff you said and about home ownership and plus some keep educating these normies, coach. And I'm sure the you-know-who does not like me telling you about home ownership. And home ownership can be a great thing. It's not that you're going to go under. But, yeah, older homes, like, I wouldn't touch them. I mean, I would not touch them. I've heard so many disasters about them. And they do have – I like older homes because they're built well. They're structurally sound. All right, older homes are structurally sound. The new homes are basically just particle board and uh, freaking um, um, uh, drywall. I mean, new homes today are garbage. Y'all paying way too much money for this trash y'all buying. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, you ain't got no structurally sound. Nathan, you you got two picks. I mean, you you basically got, you you basically in two picks. Two picks, right? These are particle board houses and shit. This is, this is, these new homes ain't Nathan. All right, they can sell them. They can sell, they can, <laughs> they can sell these for half the price and still make profit. All right, but. That's neither here nor there. All right, but 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 older homes have character, history, and they also have um they also have structurally sound brick bricks. They be made out of bricks, right? Older house, the whole house is brick, or everything around the structure. The um, I'm I'm skipping the word, missing the word here. They be made out of bricks, like concrete foundation, all that shit. Sturdy as hell, ghosts and shit in your house. <laughs> Red, real wood, redwood, like the wood is wood, like the door heavy as hell. You not old, 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 old houses have doors 
where if you knock on the door, you be like, damn. <laughs> you ever do that? You ever knock on the door of an old house and you be like, knock, knock, knock. You're like, what the, fuck? what is this shit? That's what wood is. That's, that's called wood. What you guys have as doors. <laughs> you ain't got no damn wood as doors. That shit is just particle board. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So uh, anyway, you guys got to know uh, that. And uh, sometimes the older homes are, you know, the neighborhoods aren't that good. Meaning that uh, two blocks away, <laughs> like think of Dallas. They have a Dallas suburb right over there by SMU. I can't think of the name, but what happens is there you're you're in an old historical area which were mansions for their time. They don't look like mansions now, but these are mansions. And um, but but you could be like ten minutes away from some ghetto shit, Highland Park. Highland Park is what I'm talking about. Frisco is way out there. Highland Park is the immediate area around um, SMU right there. Highland Park. So you're in Highland Park. These are the mansions of the past. These are good, strong, structural old homes, and they're probably worth million a million dollars at least. And uh, But they don't look like McMansions. They're not colossal. But these were the old rich back in the day. Um, And... Um, and uh, but those are structurally sound homes. But 10 minutes away, you could be around the court corner for some bullshit. <laughs> right. That's the problem with those. 10, 10 minutes away, you around some bullshit. You're around some ninjas. <laughs> right. Here we go. University Park ninjas. Mm. Right. So, you know, that's the thing about those. You're around some ghetto bull, dysfunction, amalams. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's a lot of old places like that. But those homes are homes. Those are houses. What we're buying today, ain't they're not really houses. These are just, like, uh, just think of the story I'm teaching today. Think of the story of the big, what was it, the, little, the three little pigs and the big bad wolf? It's the three little pigs and the big bad wolf. That's That's what you got. Like, just do the story in your head. Little pig, little pig, let me in. And then I'll huff and I'll puff. Yeah, ninja. <laughs> and I'll blow your house down. We would have blow your house down and our ass will be trying to get to the third little pig's house. This little pig built this house out of what? It's the whole story. So anyway, we would get our shit blown the hell down to smithereens with the swiftness. All right. Yo, crazy. Shout out to you. Let me see here. We're getting around here. We're getting around. I get around. We got Maryland guy here. He says, I slammed my door and the house shakes. Yep. You got your garage. You put your garage up. <clears throat> no matter what room you are, you hear your garage. This is what type of house we have. We hear your garage go up and down the track. In one of them Highland Park ass houses, you probably wouldn't hear nothing. Nothing would even move. <laughs> right. It's crazy. All right, Maryland guy says, Coach, you ain't lying. My neighbor is a single mother, and I can tell when she is on her way home because I can hear her brakes squeaking. Wow. Sad. <laughs> All right, sad. Single moms, man. What's up, man? Get y'all brakes checked. Get y'all brakes checked. Uh, let's see here. Actual King Smith is in the building. What did you say? He says, great content earlier today for the Mitch Ninjas 
need to learn today fund appreciate the edutainment appreciate you brother thank you for being here carrot juice podcast coach that game for men is like love for women's dream was a masterpiece and flew right over normie's heads i just got your audio book the free agent lifestyle on audible thanks for the daily wisdom and the edutainment thank you to the carrot juice podcast k-a-r-a-t juice podcast thank you ben and he's been here a supporter for a long time go check out his podcast okay we got loud pockets coachy he says what more do you want from me anyway lol you can take me out kanye west style and here it goes i'm not gonna say what race what people we know i can't say that no you can't kanye and i'm sure this you might come up in a little bit later part of the stream lot shout out to JT, he says, him just mad. Him just don't have no game. Shout out to Julius in the building. Orange Julius is in the building. Thank you, brother. Him just mad. Him ain't got no game. You don't have the mouthpiece. You don't have the mouthpiece. I think that's like, I don't know. Hey, oh, let's get back to the show. We're almost to Tyrese. Tyrese is patiently waiting for us to get to the conversation. He's like, when you going to talk about me? When you going to talk about me? Hey, man. Men have to make tough choices in the elevator. I meant to talk about this last time. Take a look at this movie clip and tell me if this is facts or not. All right. So you have a gentleman here waiting at the elevator. Uh, this probably wouldn't happen where there's two doors that open at the same time. But let's just imagine and take a look at the options. So look at what we have here. Game ninjas would run right to certain death and follow the devil's path. Going in and you will get your lust and you would be led astray. Just like that. Oh, Candace is in the building. I didn't see you. But the man chose to get in the elevator with a black man. With a damn Doberman pincher. <laughs> don't tell us the red pill is toxic even older men know look at the og the older man he like man please <laughs> what is women wahala too much what does that mean i don't know what that means is that nigerian he got the dog growling the dog is growling y'all and he passed up the flatback supreme what is somali uh wahala somali oh uh problems wahala is problems so according to this well women too much problems mm. <laughs> women ladies look at what y'all causing out here Look at what y'all calls it. He like, nah, I ain't getting in the elevator with that devil. Wait, don't scroll. <laughs> I mean, take a look. You, the white man get the white man gonna get in there with the black man with the muscles and the abs. Damn, ladies, man, the whole world is recognizing. Even they know the Bible knows. Candace says, Candace says, uh, sapiosexual women aren't attracted to game unless they're gamers with high IQs enjoyed my first money mindset stream today and the earlier show shout out to you coach shout out to you as well 
Uh, so she's talking about from from the perspective of of the sapiosexual. So yeah, um, a lot of and, and the, these men approach these women and they they think women are robots. Like young men think women are robots. You think that all of them are have the same so they they have the same response. They have different personalities. You have extroverts, woohoo, whores, skeezers, open whores and skeezers. You have introverts. You have all these different. Ways, bisexuals, sapiosexuals, trisexuals. You have people with different personalities. They have the same feminist software down there. But the same bullshit that you call game, it's not going to work on every woman. It certainly is not. All right. So um, this is what younger men don't understand. I'm going to just work with this. And, but they'll just chalk it up as the woman wasn't responding to the mouthpiece. Bipolar as well. Bipolar women. Yep. Mental head cases and all that shit. All right conservative women, liberal women, right? You got to know who you are approaching. And uh, you will go to a whole different community and neighborhood that you know nothing about thinking you're going to just, I'm going to use the mouthpiece. Let me just tell you, the mouthpiece only work on straggle daggles. I've never heard a non-straggle daggle say, yeah, he, he got me with game, <laughs> right? Mm. You only doing game on crystal methanese and straggle daggles. Just go ahead and chalk it up. This is an undeniable fact. Mud sharks, pogs, crystal methany, straggle daggles. All right, women with tattoos on their neck. Those are the women going for game. <laughs> that's It's an undisputed fact. Now, of course, you could bend the girl's ear that's in the suburb. You might get her to fall for some goofy shit. She's going to fall for it once or twice, never again. Never again. The mouthpiece is for mall ninjas with pogs. All right. Have Adam ninja. All <laughs> right. I'm, dude, I'm not impressed by it. Just to let you know, if you think that it's impressive to me, you really don't know who I am. All right. So anyway, that shit is not impressive. That shit is almost a guaranteed STI, possibly child support, possibly a brick through a window, possibly uh, property damage and motorcycle. I can't mess... I live in the suburbs. I live in the suburbs. I cannot bring bitches like that around in broad daylight in my neighborhood. Like, I can't mess with you. You guys got to understand, I'm at a level. I can't bring those women around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Restraining orders and shit. Domestic violence court. I I, I can't, you know, that's, I, I'm in the gated community. Like, I can't. <laughs> I can't just be seen popping game to some scroungy bitch. You know what I mean? Like, I can't do it. I got to bring in a gaming nerd chick. I can't be walking down the street and shit with a straggle daggle. Mm -hmm. I live in good communities. I live in suburban. I can't do shit like that with eyelashes and shit. Now, I can sneak her in and order a Uber and get her ass and mush her in the Uber. I can do that. But I can't be caught in broad daylight around my neck of the woods with shit like that. Mm. Why would I need the mouthpiece for that? <laughs> That's who fall for the mouthpiece. I can't do that. I can't have her running down the street with her vape pen in her hand, chasing down an Uber, yelling and screaming, hey, I'm here. Mm. I, I can't do shit like that. I, I'm, I'm in upper scale. <laughs> I'm CGA, man. I got to have like a nerdy, uh, regular girl. You know what I mean? Like somebody that can mix in that it, when, when I walk my dog, I can take her on a walk with me. 
<laughs> I can't be having some bitch come in with the furry slippers and shit. Like, I mean, not in broad daylight. Nope. So have the mouthpiece with them, bro. That shit don't work when you elevate up in society, right? <laughs> right, anyway. <laughs> with her mascara running and shit, jumping in her boyfriend's Hellcat or her or the scat pack, picking me up room with the music bumping. I had this little... I had this little uh um uh Ling Ling. She goes to UNLV. And um she used to she came over one time. She drives and she's dude, she's crazy. She's crazy. So she comes in, pull it up. I'm in a part of my house that's not near where the entrance where she's gonna park her car. But I hear the music boom, boom, boom. It's 9 30. I come out. I come outside. I says, do not pull up in my neighborhood with the music bumping. Like, this is not this type of neighborhood. And she said, huh? And I told her, and I have to tell some women this. I said, stop for one second. Listen. Just listen. This is all you hear in my neighborhood. At nighttime, you can hear a pin drop. They probably hear me having sex with her <laughs> down the street. This is what you hear. And straggle bitches can't hear that. They can't hear that. For some reason, that doesn't uh, that doesn't get in their head. They will walk up loud ass music. Hi. I'm like, there's no noise. Everybody heard you. People are looking out of the window. People are ready to call 911. You just drew all the attention to you. Straggle bitches can't hear silence. They don't even know it. It does not even compute. Pogs, mud sharks. <laughs> They're oblivious to quiet. They don't even realize whispering. <laughs> they don't even realize whispering can make my immediate neighbors look out the window. This is what tells you these people are unrefined. I cannot use the mouthpiece on these bitches because outside is like this. We hear the coyotes fighting at night in my neighborhood. That's why they are immune to the, the smoke detector. They'll live in the smoke detector house. Beep, beep, beep. They're immune the mouthpiece ain't ready for straggle bitches like this. They can't come to my neighborhood. Anyway, just messing around. I'm not. It's it's absolutely mind-blowing. And I actually have to point that out quite a few times with younger women. Like the I have to be like, do you listen right now? Don't talk. Just listen. This is a quiet neighborhood. Everything you're doing can be heard. <laughs> You're drawing attention to yourself, you jackass. All right, anyway. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable, but people have to learn. You got to teach them like that. But let's get to the next part of the show. Um, And then they'll be like, well, this community needs some sound. This need They'll say, so. I had a girl say, well, this community is boring. It needs some excitement. I'm like, this is why you live. This is why they live here. 
are you the man? I tell you, man, some of these women are goofy as F. I once said that. Well, well, these people need some, they need something to do. Um, this is why we live here. <laughs> so it can be quiet. <laughs> My Lord. If we wanted to live in chaos, we would live in chaos, but we pay a lot of money to live here. Somebody said that I'm white. I'm white because I like quiet. All <laughs> right. It want to live not around amalams. It's unbelievable. Uh, it's funny that good things are white. We need to change that mindset. We deserve, black people deserve good shit. Black people deserve good shit. Don't let people trick you out of not living a good life because you have dark skin. Ninja, we can go snow skiing. We can go skiing. We can go hiking and yodel. We can go mountain bike riding. We can go fishing and shit like that. We can go shoot firearms. We deserve it. These aren't white activities. Yes, we can get in the snowmobile. We can go ride ATVs. We can go out there and do skeet shooting. We deserve good shit. Stop letting people, we can go swimming, we can go on vacation, we can go, to stop letting people talk black people out of good shit, right? We deserve to have fun on earth too, not running and scared to get pulled over by the police and messing with straggle daggles. We deserve good neighborhoods, we deserve quiet and good schools, we deserve these things. We deserve to play golf, yes, we deserve to go play golf, we deserve to have uh, communities where we don't have to worry about drive-by shootings and 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 the walk or the night of the living base head, right? We deserve to go skydiving. We deserve to uh, put our kids in flight school. We deserve this, right? I, I don't understand why people think that this is like black and white, man. We deserve yachts. We deserve this shit. We deserve Porsche 911s. We deserve what white folks got. We deserve this shit. 100%. I don't understand why people <laughs> and yo, some of us won't go swimming, but the only reason we don't swim, number one, white folks wouldn't let us swim with them. Number two, you were raised by a black woman. Most of us were raised by a black women. Last thing you see black women mostly do and as a, as a group is swim. So they ain't taking you swimming either. But we deserve these things in life. And don't let people talk you out of these good things, especially black people. Talk you out of living good things. You deserve it. And not only do you deserve it, it is half past time and do that you get these things. 100%. It is pat, we past due of enjoying this goddamn life, not sitting around on a stoop talking about white people shit 100% and brothers young black men yeah we deserve to go camping man please these are all things and then just learn camping we deserve it <laughs> we deserve this shit man get your ninja mindset out of here man we deserve to do anything but just smoking weed and walking through the mall and wearing Jordans that we don't want to get dirty. We deserve it. Let's get back to it. <laughs> and I'm doing all the shit. And I done done all the white folk shit. And I'm doing more of it. I'm going to do way more. I'm doing, I'm doing Mexican shit next. Now you really going to watch me do shit. The next thing I'm going to start doing is Mexican shit. 
all right, because they be having a good ass time in life. I don't know what they be having a good time about, but they having a good time. Let's get with the Mexicans. <laughs> all right, anyway. <laughs> all right, let's get with what they doing. Ninja, they seem to be having a good time. Where they at? Go. They be having a good time shooting. Arriba, arriba. Right where we at. Uh, yes, I will be glamping. All right, shout out to y'all. And I'm not taking a shower. I'm not washing up in the Colorado River. Shit is cold. All right, let me stop. All right, wife leaves a husband. Wife leaves a husband and the father of her child because the father was too good to the daughter. All right, he says, and go in a club. Uh, and yeah, y'all just always want to be in the club wearing your white shit on Memorial Day. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah, yo, yo, we going out and we going camping, y'all. We going camping or I'm going glamping. We deserve Jeeps where we drive our Jeeps up the rocks. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I deserve. I deserve to drive my Jeep up the rocks and have it flip and everybody clap for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Anyway, where are we at? Uh. Wife leaves father, who is too good to their daughter. And, of course, this is an old lady rehashing an old story. But what did I tell you? It's a Brock. I, uh, what do I tell you about modern-day women? All right? You can't please them when it comes to these children. So Miss Faye is going to go over a story. Woman weary of good relationship between father and adult daughter. Is she being selfish? Listen to this. And this is La Llorona in action. Women hate, I don't know, not all women. You will have a, you could marry a woman who is mad that you're a good father. You can have a woman that you marry and have kids with that ruin your relationships with your kids because you're doing what you're supposed to do. Listen up. I dated a man once and <laughs> I didn't date him long. And because of this, he was so close with his daughter. He took her to school every day. He picked her up every day. After school, they would go out and have dinner together, eat out, whatever. And then I think she lived with her mother at that time. But. Okay, so this sounds like a woman dated a man with children. All right, so it's not the mother. So this is a woman who dated a man with a daughter. Continuing. This man was on this girl. Every single day and all hours of the day. And plus, when she went off to college, you see, he was up there every weekend. He knew every boy that tried to talk to her and he was all in between it. You understand? I, I, I sympathize with your dilemma. I left him because of that. I, <laughs> if I'm not first, then I don't want to be in it. You understand? I don't want to be in it. And plus, I'm going to tell you something. Some of these men have been inappropriate. Oh, here with we their go. Daughters. Oh, here we go. You see, that's why they feel ownership over them. Oh, my God. You see? Wow. You have to be very careful with a situation like that. And I'm going to tell you, I don't think... I dated him. Unbelievable. Un 
Unbelievable. That is un. Did you hear that? That is, this is, I'm telling you, man. This is why she's at her age right now and still goddamn single. That is unreal. I saw somebody said you knew what was coming. That's what she was trying to insinuate. He wasn't trying to protect her. Black women, we're the most unprotected. You protect them. You must be doing something inappropriate with her. Wow. Absolutely despicable, these people. Absolutely despicable. And guys, you can do no right. There's, it's almost to the point where specifically for men um, and black men, you can't do any right with these women. You do. You love your kids. They hate it. You hate your kids. You ghost them. They hate it. What are you supposed to be? Irresponsible. They want you to be somewhat irresponsible, but love the shit out of them. They would rather be first with an irresponsible man than actually be in the third level of priority with the responsible man. Right? That's where they would rather be. They'd rather be first with an irresponsible man so they can fix him and correct him. But if you're a black man that have your shit together, you intimidate the shit out of 98% of black women. That's just a fact. When we get to the LeBron James, Bronny James, you, you're nothing to those black women They're, because you're not a fixed case. You're not a case, right? You're not a case where, okay, he could be something, but he's kind of broken, right? But he's handsome and got muscles and you got to be somewhat broken and shit, right? So they can try to fix you. This is that. This is devastating. It devastates the community. Wow. Unreal. Next one. This is how fathers deal with uh, many fathers have dealt with this. Have you dealt with this? Um, you've been through a custody battle and your kids go to school. Your baby mama terrorist goes up to the school, causes problems and uh, tries to get the parents, the daycare, the teachers, the administrators on the side of the baby mama terrorist. This is early adoption of baby mama terrorism. And uh, what you will see is. Um, when you go to the kids game and you go to the kids school, I happen to be overactive with my kids life. So I, everybody knew me, the parents knew me, so they couldn't pull this shit, but you damn for sure. When she got the first chance, when my kids got off to another school, she started playing that shit, right? My kids went to a different school outside of the district. So I wasn't integrated in that school like that. And first chance she got, she went up there and threw dirt on my name. Okay. First goddamn. And I was paying the whole tuition. All right. I was a private school. I had somebody, a benefactor and me paying the whole tuition. She paid zero dollars and she went in there and did that shit. They, this is, they aim to destroy. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Watch this clip and the phone kind of pans. There's a father that goes to a kid's, his daughter's assembly. Since he's not integrated in the school and the mother has done her damage through the court of public opinion. Watch what happens when the father wants to go see his daughter. Take a look right here. Hey, hey, it's not even your kid. He's not Stop. taking her. Stop. He's gonna talk. Not He's just gonna talk. Don't, to her. Don't He's just gonna talk. Do not, not touch me. Just We're not doing this here. We're not doing this. Take a look at these goddamn simp enforcers. 
Take a look at these goddamn baby mama terrorists and sip enforcers. Take a look. So if you don't know, I heard this on the announcement that the person made. This was the end of the ceremony. It was the end of the ceremony. So they said parents can get their kids, blah, blah, blah. They made that announcement. He knows the bullshit is about to happen. Somebody's recording this. And I think the person recording this is actually on his side. I can't really tell. And look how fast people came to the rescue. There was a guy who jumped in front of him, picked his daughter up. The guy that picked the kid up is not the father. It might be the stepfather or the boyfriend. No, the dad didn't pick up. The, the dad was going to pick her up. The, dad, the guy that picked up the child was not the biological father. So I heard the person recording saying that person is not that person's father. The person's father was the guy in the white shirt. Guys, how many men? How many men have been through this shit with these baby mama terrorists? You guys do not realize that they had. Look how many people jumped and sprung to action. Teachers, administrators, um, parents, stepfathers, fathers, mothers, hens. Watch it again now that you see it. And the guy just wants to be a part of his daughter's life. Take a look. The white, the white, this jeans guy is the biological father. The jeans guy is the biological father. Somebody's already recording him. The, this guy right here, this guy right here is a simp enforcer. He's the simp enforcer. He knows this is going to happen. I see no other parents rushing to kids because they're in a stable household. These are white kids. I, obviously, the father's about these parents aren't rushing to kids because they don't have no petty custody battle shit going on. But of course, the black kid in the white school got the goddamn parent going crazy and i'm sure the mother is white the mother is has to be white and the simp enforcer is right here in the black watch look at that look at that white shirt is a stepdad oh get, let's get it right white shirt is a stepdad so the biological dad so white shirt is a stepdad I, i'm not sure the guy in the black is the father. Okay, let's get it right. The guy in the black is the father. The stepdad tried to bust it up. Okay, thank you for correcting this. Thank you for correcting it. Either way, white shirt is the simp enforcer. Black shirt is the bio, because the kid is white here. The kid is completely white. This is probably the mom. This is probably the mom right here. So this guy is the simp enforcer trying to prevent black shirt dad from getting the child <laughs> look at him so now and and take a look the child is with dad what is the big problem what is the big problem this is the type of sh that gets you killed okay. so of course black men you're gonna lose your life let's let's frame it reframe it now black men want to run to the goddamn rescue button your nose and nobody and somebody else's problem Step dummy ass ninja. And now he won a tattletale. And guess who's coming to the rescue? Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. These teachers know the mother have already done the work of, of, of Satan. The mother's already done the work of Satan 
with these administrators and these teachers. They know all the bullshit about this guy. Don't let him say he did be he this. The mother has done the work of Satan with these people. Now, let's count how many people have come to the rescue to prevent this father from seeing the child. Here we go. Hey, that's not even your kid. He's not Stop. taking her, but he's going to talk. He's just going to talk Do not touch me. Man, I count 12 people. Look, there's 12 people over this one baby mama terrorist who can't get her shit together. And she's got to cause all this. Why can't the father see the kid for two minutes? Thank you, honey. It's a graduation ceremony. It looks like a graduation ceremony or whatever it is. Promotion. Hi, kids. See the kid. Talk. Stay to the back. And then move the hell on. He's not going to kidnap the daughter. But let me tell you, these mothers do this shit to fathers all the time. And yes, the child is hugging father. The child is hugging father. If you take this to court, nothing going to happen. This is the sad part. If you took this to court, zero is going to happen to the mother. She's not going to lose any custody. But here's what I'm going to tell you. The damage is already done. She's already got everybody aware that the father is a piece of shit. That the father doesn't belong there. That the father's a deadbeat. The damage is done. So you can take her to court. Next time that man shows up to school, they're going to call him into the office. Hey, man, do you really need to be here? Come on, man. That, don't cause a scene. You know what I mean? She's already did. This is how women uh, deal with these issues. They win in the court of public opinion. 100%. It's a, it's a sad, sad existence of fathers in our country. You saw it. You got a woman, got rid of a man because he was too good of a father, then insinuated he was touching his adult daughter. Now you got baby mama terrorists doing this at schools. Guys, this happened to me many times, but I was able to overcome it. But the last th time it happened, wash my hands, all right? I was like, I ain't dealing with this shit, all right? And everybody had to pay the piper based on that, all right? So sad existence, what's going on here, all right? What do we got here? Um, And, and guess what? Women won't say nothing. Women will aid this baby mama terrorist doing this. They're going to aid him, the principal. Nobody's going to call him out. Nobody's going to come to your defense, okay? Uh, here we go. Number four, is this appropriate attire for a high school prom? Take a look at this. Let's go back to the community and uh, take a look at this, what these adolescents are wearing to the prom. Photo goes viral for teen parents. Wait a minute. They're teen parents? I'm confused. I think they're saying teens parents, a teen parents, letting their daughter go to prom like this. Is this appropriate? Is this appropriate? By the way, <laughs> I was going to say the brother looks good, but um, I'm not with the style with the goddamn. I can't wear this. I'm too old for this shit. You know, my my ankles too ashy to wear wear these pants. I would have to carry around a bottle of lotion. What's going on? But let's take a look here. You see this? Is this inappropriate? Is this would you let? I mean, the father's not a part of this right here. The father definitely is not a part of this life. Definitely not. This is fatherless activities for sure. All right, fatherless activity. Is this appropriate for a high school prom? He does look clean. He's clean as a whistle. I just, I just can't wear the penguin pants. I can't be looking like the penguin and shit. But you know, you Af the African brothers is African brothers is like, oh, he looked fire. <laughs> man, come on, man. 
this is definitely street activity in these streets so social media definitely went this this photo went viral of uh by the way well i can't i can't comment on the young lady yet apparently she's still in high school but i'm sure in a year or two she might be seen there might be reservations made someone says not appropriate activity this is not appropriate i think this is certainly appropriate i mean I mean, I'm sorry, not appropriate, certainly not appropriate attire for the woman to be wearing this exposing. I mean, this is essentially underwear she's wearing here. Um, So sad, sad to see, sad to see. And uh, of course, with social media, the way it is today, these are the role models. They're just dressing like they're role models. Um, They're just dressing like they're role models, Cardi B and people like that. These these people that I don't even can, can't even remember their names. Ari Fletcher and those likes. So they got the, they got the, um, yeah, this is stripper attire. All right. So let's get to the next one. LeBron James's son, Bronny James, um, took a young flat back to the prom and, of course, getting nasty comments again for the second year of a row, in a row for choosing his mate. His mate, there's Bronny James right there, his mate of Flatback Supreme. And you got to give it to him. He is not showing his teeth. He listens to the show, too. Bronny James, you just gave it up that you watch my show. You intentionally did not smile and show your teeth because you knew CGA was going to be all over it, brother. He definitely got him a nice little piece of thing there. A nice little piece of calico. And his, his shit inappropriate. Ninja don't got no shirt. Ninja got no shirt, but he got a nice piece of plain Jane Calico. She fire. Hello. All right. She definitely junior. I'll see her in a couple of years, too. I'm lined up. Hey, Gen Z guys, I'm lined up. Both of them girls, I'm a C. All right. Within the next few months, Ninja. All right. Let me stop. I'm not planning on it yet. All right. But um, a lot of people talking about Bronnie James here. And uh, listen, let's just talk about this. You guys don't know, man. This is California. California is not like the rest of the world. I mean, the United States, certainly in many, many aspects. California is different, but people have to understand black men in California, black women, in Cal- we different. We're not like people in Atlanta. We're not like people in North Carolina. We're not like people in the in the Midwest. We're definitely not like 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 people in the South. It's anything goes, man, in California. All right. So with that being said, there is classism, heavy, heavy, heavy classism and segregation in California. So much so LeBron James's son allegedly lives in Brentwood. And Kanye West has something to say about that. I'm not going to say what race, what people we know. I can't say that. But uh, Brentwood and bagels probably will be a great Sunday brunch. Right. It is what it is. And uh, there's not many black people in Brentwood. The only one is OJ, and he didn't do very well in Brentwood. Maybe Marcus Allen. Uh, this is not a black population. All right. This is definitely something else. It's right around Westwood, which is where UCLA is. Beverly Hills and Bel Air are the surrounding communities. This is where LeBron James lives. All right. Now, where he goes to school is Sierra Canyon. This is well known, so I'm not outing them. Sierra Canyon, I don't understand. That's a very far drive from considerably this is not around the corner from brentwood this is a good drive up the 405 over the hump hopping on the 118 going into the san fernando valley 
I grew up, I, my later high school years is something like 12 miles away from his school campus. And my college campus is probably little more than three miles away from where Bronnie James attends school. So this is very close to my neck of the woods. Let me tell you the demographics of elite people, people you're going to be exposed to. I'm not, I'm just talking about classism. You're going to be exposed to white folk. The 818, raise up. He in the 818. Once you get up over that, uh, Sephora to pass, I believe it is over the 405. We talking about white folk. All right. Sierra Canyon is a private school and it is a highly athletic. You ain't got much black people there. You don't have many black people in this school. So it's not like he went and pushed into the front of the line to get this flat back. This primarily flat backs there. All right. It is what it is. And then there's going to be Asians and Indians next. Blacks are probably going to be in the population of 1% at that school. Yes, it's extreme classism in Los Angeles. It's extreme levels of classism. There's definitely less segregation than classism. So, um, and it's not like segregation, like, you know, uh, Southern segregation. It's just that class is set. You're segregating more by class and lifestyle and money than you are race. But race does fall and play in the line. With that being said, he ain't exposed to no sisters. He ain't. He's not exposed to sisters like that. And the sisters that is at that school probably ain't hitting on shit. Okay. The sisters at his school probably ain't hitting on shit. There's probably 10 of them total. Trust me. I know I grew up in this area. I went to high school in this area. I went to uh later high school in this area. I went to community college and college in this area. They ain't sisters hitting like that. All right. Definitely at his school. So people don't understand the demographics of what he's got to select from. And he's isolated on an Island, which people can't just roll up on him like that. So people got saying why he take her as opposed to who, <laughs> right? As, a, as opposed to who? I would love to see the sister selection at this school. <laughs> this is probably like 10. It's probably 10. And trust me, maybe. So um, this is just Southern California lifestyle. If you're, if you're a guy that is actually, you know, uh, I guess a celebrity, famous, you make a certain income, you become less exposed to black people in general. Now, let's break this down. California's African-American population is 10%, less than 10% African-American. The entire state of California, less than 10%. Most of those people are third-generation blacks that migrated over there from the South. The majority of these blacks in Southern California, these blacks live in pockets like South Los Angeles. They live in a cluster, Baldwin Hills. They live in a cluster, Inglewood, Hawthorne. They live in a cluster. They're clumped together in a small area. Clumped. They're not spread out. Now, you do have some that are spread out, but you got less and less. It's like sprinkles, <laughs> sprinkles. Northern California, similar. There are black people there. South San Francisco, Oakland, Richmond, Vallejo. Little bit after that is sprinkles. Sprinkles. So it, it's not like it, people think, oh, well, there's, there's, you know, for 10% of California population, you're talking about almost 4 million, 3 million, 4 million blacks. But the majority of them are clumped. 75% are clumped in one area. 
once you go outside of that area, they ain't there. There's not that many there. There are not that many there. And this is just the cold, hard truth. You're not reaching that many. So then you're dealing with, you know, you're talking about Brentwood, California, San Fernando Valley, and then a private school in San Fernando Valley. Now, <laughs> that's that, 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 that he's not being exposed to that many. All right. Especially being who he is. So, um, you know, people don't understand that. And uh, by the way, the, the the population of women that are, you know, this is a future apex predator right here. And they learn the game fast. This is why these game dudes crack me up. I'm like, yeah, dude, you running game. Where are you guys running game at? Ninjas in Reno. Ninjas sitting around somewhere in Tupelo running game. I'm like, bring your ass. I grew up in Southern California, man. Bring your ass to Southern California with that shit. And you will find women like that smacking that shit back, hitting the home runs with your game. Hitting homers, grand slams, ninja. They ain't going for none of that shit. <laughs> right? You go to Thousand Oaks with that bullshit. You go out to anywhere, Newport. You run into Laguna. I'm going to run this shit. Man, please. You know what matters in California? What is the number one thing that matters in Cali? All right. Other than money, but it has something to do with money. Anybody in Southern California, you might know this answer. We're going to get to Tyrese here in a minute. What is the first impression you make in Cali? Oh, somebody got it. What's the first impression you make in California? You can't avoid it. You can't avoid it. Somebody already got it. When you're in Cali, what's the first impression you make? A&A Radio got it. We had another person got it. All right. Uh, Monstro Lab got it. Where you live has something to do with it, but uh, J Flow got it. Your whip, your car, your car. Your car is the first impression you're going to make. The car. That's why they cars, cars mean everything. Is, I mean, it means things in other places, but it really means something in Cal, Southern Cal. Your car. That's the first thing they're going to see. That's the first goddamn thing. Your car means everything. And no, Scat Pack ain't going to work. Not in Cali. Car is the number one thing you going to see. And everybody going to judge you on your car. Your car got to be on point. If your car is busted, forget it. Forget it. You automatically out. And I know people don't, you know, the game ninjas, no, no, I know how to get over that. I'll challenge you. I'll give you a piece of shit car. You ain't going nowhere <laughs> because you in California, you need a car. Many other places you can get around New York. You don't need a car. There's places where you don't need a car in California. There's no public transportation. There is, but there isn't. It's not usable. It's not usable. You can't just be like, oh, we can ride the subway and many status of people ride the subway. Not in California. There's no and everything spread out by miles. You're talking about 20 mile, 30 mile, 40 mile, 50 mile, two hours in traffic to go see anything, to go do anything. Okay. So you got to use your car. Now, if it's, it's, it's very common to see very, very high status vehicles in Southern California, right? I mean, other places are similar, similar, but people have good ass cars. 
Like you ain't driving no, you ride, you driving a Mazda three Ninja. Forget it. You car is the God car is what you lead with. And the, if you like, <laughs> you got a valet, you got a valet, your whip in any good place. You, you pulling up the valet Ninja, you pull up in the bullshit. Forget it. Ninja you out. Yeah. Lambos are everywhere. A portion, a portion 911 in Southern California, Orange County is a common vehicle. It's a common vehicle. It doesn't stand out. It's nice, <laughs> right? I'm better than a lot of other people, but it's certainly in Newport Beach, a common vehicle. A BMW, a BMW 3 or 5 series is common as fuck, right? It's so common that it doesn't mean anything in Southern California. Doesn't mean shit. Right. Then you got the specialty cars, the low riders. You got the big, the bigger cars, cars, G wagons. If man, bro. So with that being said, I, I do have a video of LeBron, J Bronny James in a nine eleven, similar to mine, similar to mine. So you're gonna need some nice wheels in Southern California. Now, it's only gonna be so long that you can hide the fact that you don't have a nice car. It is, you're not making it past the first interaction. Yep, you're not making it past the first interaction. And in fact, she wants to see what that car is. So you can put whatever you want in her ear. If you don't got nothing that you can drive up and down, because guys, you're not dating people in your name in California, in Southern California. Um, you're not dating people in your immediate neighborhood. You're dating people in other cities that are driving. You're driving to them. So it's you can't hide the shit. You can't hide the shit. So says people everywhere expect respect cars. I think I live on the east coast of LA. Yeah, LA is car culture. You know what I mean? Car wash, that shit is a weekly activity. <laughs> Getting your car wash, that's a weekly activity. Y'all don't have the winners so you can be like, "All right, I don't need no car wash." So you got to have a nice car and the shit is dirty, you losing points. You losing mad points. All right, anyway, Anyway, anybody that thinks, and, and if you think you can, you know, oh, my CD's like that too. LA is something different, man. LA is something different. Does that mean you're going to always lose? No, but I'm telling you, you making it hard on yourself. If your whip ain't right, you making it hard. <laughs> you ain't got good whip, ramps. You, ain't, you making it hard, man. Your game better be cold out there. And most of these game dudes ain't got none of that. All right. Uh, anyway, where we at here? Let's do this one right here. We got this brother right here. Speaking of, look at this brother right here. He's showing his teeth. Niggas always gotta show they Let's see what he's got going on. This is uh, apparently the quarterback, Tajay or Taj Boyd. He looks like he's smiling and happy. He's doing an interview, apparently, with ESPN. And um, what does he got going on? Let's take a look. I mean, I'm at a, I'm at a dorm room right now. I'm getting ready for this test tomorrow. So Now, can we can we get a look at some of your study partners real quick? All right. So, uh-oh, he's showing too much teeth. All right. So, he's got study group, but he's got to do an interview with ESPN. Let's take a look at this study group. <laughs> there we go. Let's see what's yeah. going on. See who's helping you study over there. 
Oh, there we go. All right. But now he's a smart man. You know what? We we got a bad connection. Let me get your phone number there on the left, just in case we get cut off. Dodge, you better warn your girls about Reese. He's gonna try to hit them all up on Facebook. So tell them don't friend Reese. Which one of them? Which one of them taking the test for him? Oh man. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, he looked happy, man. The brother looks happy. My man looked like he's in heaven. Look at him, boy. He ain't stopped showing his teeth the entire interview. Ninja sniggling the entire interview. Look. Oh, man, I'm at a, I'm at a dorm room right now. I can't Look at it. He's smiling. It, he, man, Chester Cheetah, like a Cheshire cat and kitten, as they say. It's test tomorrow, so. Now, can we can we get a look at some of your study partners real Let quick? Let me see them. <laughs> get, there we go. Let's, let's see them girls. He was helping the study over there. Let's see them girls. Oh, we got one, two. Oh, there we oh. go. All right. So Three. Hey, sisters, y'all better watch out out here. Flatback Supreme, number one, two, and three, my ninja. All right, my ninja doing that dirt. And look at his face. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. <laughs> my man said, shit, I'm showing my teeth too. Hey, if you was like this ninja, <laughs> yeah. legendary guys, man, boy, it's good to be the quarterback at Clemson. Look, he got three Kayleys, Lord have mercy. Jesus, I'm smiling, Ninja. You know, and, and there's no game needed. I guarantee you the mouthpiece had nothing to do with them girls. The mouth, I guarantee you, he has zero mouthpiece. The only mouthpiece he got is them teeth in his mouth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right, Jesus. Brothers, we could wish. Not many of us are in that position, <laughs> right? All right, let's get to the main event. Let me do Super Chats and main event this damn thing. Thank you for all of the support. Bob says, uh, Roush told us, or Roosh, Roosh? Oh, Roosh told us game only works with broken women. Did he? Shout out to Roosh V. Uh, this is something that I'm not aware of. And uh, he definitely was a part of the um, culture there of the pickup artistry. So Roosh V told us game only works on broken women. There I am again agreeing, and I didn't even know this, but this is an actual factual. Game only works on broke with broken women. Absolutely. I agree with that. I don't know if he said that, but I'm going to just take that. Absolutely. All right, so that's why when you're not dealing with broken women, right, and dealing with straggle-daggles and low-hanging-ass fruit, game sounds ridiculous to me. It sounds absolutely ridiculous. Shout-out to you for sharing that, and if that's true, shout-out to him. All right, JC says, I might be the only anomaly. I might be an anomaly raised by a single black mom. She taught all five kids to be excellent competitive swimmers. He says, I saved lives as a squid in the Navy. Shout out to you. And he also says, my Mastodon heard CGA say Mastodon and asked, what's that? And you said. And that's you. Shout out to the moms that, uh, especially the black culture. There's a lot of black people that know how to swim. It definitely is a stereotype. Definitely is rings true. But he's saying his single mother taught all, all of the black kids to swim. Shout out to her. We got a supporter, a sponsor. I'm rich, Yeah, outlier. Shout out to Warzell Gummage. 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 Pause. Greetings, coach. I wish normies would appreciate the fact that you're dropping all of these gems for free. 
I wish I did too. I should be a millionaire by now. If they didn't, if the gatekeeper in his crew didn't get after my neck on my backyard, on my, on, not my backyard, on my YouTube. But yeah, I, he says, I wish the normies would appreciate the fact that you're dropping all these gems for free. Keep doing what you're doing, even though you're pissed off. I pissed off, you know who? The ones Kanye can't say. He says, may the good Lord continue to strengthen you. Cheers, mate. Thank you for the sponsorship. And yeah, I'll be pissing them off out here. And Kanye knows who they are. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. But we do have a lot of them that watch our show. We got we do have a lot of them that watched our show. And I know I can't say that. Doxy trash. When flatbacks pull up into my driveway, blaring Ariana Grande with damn high beams on, weed pin blowing. I swear I go to town with a wiffle ball bat upon entering my crib. Yep. Punish them. They're going to get punished. You come in blaring that shit. And she was like, oh, I feel like you're going to get punished. Wiffle ball bat. Chris the Rebel. What's up, coach? It's unbelievable that Samantha is actually teaching to men while dragging Tyrese, shaking my head. Men shouldn't listen to her, but I'd hit. I would too. <laughs> Samantha. I know some these people watch me. She cannot be who she is in this space. She probably passed me up in views and subs. You know, it is what it is. I don't care. But these people cannot come to this space and avoid CGA. Like you've seen me, you know me. Samantha, holla at your boy. <laughs> All right. We going to be strictly business, though. I know I ain't got $288,000 sitting on the bag. Shout out to my man, Mr. Mike Maxwell says, keep it up, coach. Thanks for the message. Appreciate y'all, brothers. Schedule P, I watched the gatekeeper one time and fell asleep. All right, because they can't do what CGA does. I know, shout out to them. I'm not competing. But yeah, I actually been trying to, I've never really watched a lot of these people. People think I watch them. Man, I don't be watching these people. I don't be watching them. And then I do, because I'll be like, let me see what they talking about. I'll be over there I'm like, this is boring. Who watching these people? And I'm just saying this as a person. I'm like, this is super boring. But I'm already going in, not want to watch. So I'm already going in half like, I don't even want to watch this shit. Click. I watch for like five seconds. I'm like, man, this shit boring as fuck. <laughs> boring. We got brothers here. We got our man, Justin. Coach paying tuition. This is Justin S. Coach paying tuition. Riding cross country right now to Denver on my grind. And I don't even got a job. All right, me neither. Shout out to you in mounting, Mountain High. We got our man. We'll call him the referee, Danny Davis. He says, I had to do some bat eradication when I was selling my townhouse. Luckily, the association covered it. It still cost me $750 to have the insulation replaced. So there's another hidden cost of home ownership. And Dorian, and we're going to get back to the show. Dorian, Jay says, I have nieces that I'd like to take to the park, show them around the city, etc., because I have the money to do so. But I don't, for that exact reason, don't want to be seen as creepy. That video was disgusting, right? So, yeah, people are going to insinuate those things, man. And it's absolutely, it's sad what fathers have to go through. And uh, people don't want to acknowledge that. And they let let everybody think mothers are the victims where the fathers are the real victims out here. Indeed. All right. Did I get everybody? I did. So it's time for the main event. Indeed. 
Tyrese, wake up. Wake up. We're going to start talking about you, and we'll talk about the five stages of grief. For all men after breakups, Tyrese Gibson is going to start his mission of the free agent lifestyle, and he's going to start biting CGA. All right, and so let's hear what he's talking about here. He complains. He's going to complain, and he finally figured it out. Tyrese is too late, man. Um, You know, Tyrese. You big dummy. We've been telling you you've been sent before a long time. Now you finally figuring it out. All right, let's get to it. The whole marriage and did the whole duration of a child and starting a family just to find out that it was all about money, status, transaction. CGA. That is the most painful shit you could ever imagine. Of course, when I was saying all this, I'm bitter and hurt. I don't know love. I don't got the mouthpiece. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, Ninja, y'all all gonna find out. This is all, all relationships are transactional. That is the most painful. It's something that most of y'all will never be able to understand or relate to. Hmm. Don't, don't, that's not true. Uh, one thing that is certainly not true is that regular men can't understand that women are after transactional relationships. In fact, it is regular men that are hurt more from this realization. So we often talk about celebrities and these high-ass child supports and how marriage is fucked up. You know what's really fucked up is when you're just a regular guy, you're hustling, you're an entrepreneur, you're trying to build a business. You know what's really fucked up? You got a restaurant, you got a house that y'all bought. When you got to dice up the house, when you got to pay a lawyer $500, you got to pay her $500, you got to pay your lawyer $500. That's $1,500 that you ain't got. Huh? So you barely make $4,000 a month and you got to pay $1,500 of that to child support. You got to pay $1,500 that to some alimony. You got to pay uh, that to her lawyer and your lawyer. You homeless now. See, he's acting like men. Uh, you got to be rich to understand this. No, you could just be a regular man and get your whole shit fucked up. And you lost your kids in the process. And you can't even go to your kid's school event without your baby mama terrorist throwing gasoline all over your reputation. Now, that is the real, real truth. You don't got to be rich for this, Tyrese. Men like us experience this all day long. Then people want to tap dance on us for going through this bad situation. Uh, we we Some of us go homeless. Some of us go bankrupt. Bankruptcy is one of the uh, divorces, one of the divorce and custody battles are one of the main reasons why men go bankrupt. It's so much so that your creditors understand you can actually submit divorce papers when you start missing payments and say, I'm going through a divorce because they know how much of a financial implosion your life is going to feel like in the next 10 years. Some men never recover. Some men never financially recover from their divorce. All right. So. You don't got to be rich to figure out your relationship was transactional. And it is what it is. Of course, we're bitter and hurt. We don't know what we're talking about. And take a look now. Now he's listening to CGA sounding like a big old CGA right now. He's just missing the gray beard. Let's continue. Sometimes you should thank God for being a guy that makes or a woman that makes because the wolves come out. Imagine me being the only actor in a relationship. Man, you you watch too much of my channel. Shout out to you. Go ahead and send me a thousand. Well, you don't got no money right now. You just getting bit over by your lawyers. But um, 
brothers, this is exactly what I've been telling you. Women are fine actors. What do I tell you? Men are in love. Women are in business. The 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 you guys, I, I will challenge every husband. I don't want you guys to go through any pain here, but stop supporting your household. You will lose your wife in seconds. Less than 30 days, you'll lose your whole wife by not paying the rent for one month, not paying your half, your portion, your whatever, not paying the entirety of it. I've been telling you this, and now he's basically saying women are in love, men are in, I'm sorry, men are in love, women are in business. And it's a matter of fact. This is not a, this is not up for discussion. Okay. You must know this going in. I had to learn the hard way. Many of you guys have heard, had to learn the hard way. We've had to recover from this. There's no negotiating this. It is what it is. Let's continue. There's no debating this. It is what it is. Accept it. We'll talk about that in the five stages here in a minute. She didn't realize that I was in a relationship for five years with one of the best actors I've ever met in my fucking life. We all are Tyrese. So we just going to fake the whole thing. Women fake relationships like they fake intimacy and enjoyment and sex with almost all married men. Yes. Guys, accept this as a fact. He's accepting this reality. He's accepted his fate. No, this isn't just Samantha Lee. Let's just be done here. I'm not here to throw dirt on Samantha. She's like everybody. She took a, she saw a big old uh, wide mouth bass and she dropped the bait in and ninja you bit. All right. That's what happened. She ain't like she's she's not an anomaly. She's like many of them. That's what the that's what the job requires. Right. Did you? That's a part of the game. Here we go. Mm. We did a whole marriage and did the whole duration of a child and starting a family just to find out that it was all about money, status, transaction. That is the most painful shit you could ever imagine. That is the most painful. It's something that most of y'all will never be able to understand or relate to. Hmm. Sometimes you should thank God for being a guy that makes or a woman that makes because the wolves come out. No, 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 no. No, we're all susceptible to this. You don't got to be rich to deal with this problem. Imagine me being the only actor in a relationship to then realize that I was in a relationship for five years with one of the best actors I've ever met in my fucking life. <laughs> so we just going to fake the whole thing. Yeah, look at this bitch. <laughs> hey, man, I'm not laughing at his pain. Um, he's going through the five stages of grief of men of bad breakups. We're going to take you through it, man, because we don't want you to hate women at the end of this. There's no need to. We just accept who they are and accept what the deals are. We just going to fake the whole thing. Yes, they do, Ninja. I've been telling you, you guys are talking about tricking. The biggest prostitution and trick act going on right now is marriage. It ain't even close. And it's the most expensive. And not only that, the more you pay into it, the less you get. She might have been faking the, the majority of that relationship. And she got it. And that's part of the game, Ninjas. The biggest tricking going on right now is the marriage game. And married men know this shit. Mm. We did a <laughs> he we just gonna fake the whole thing. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Let's talk about the five stages of grief so we don't have you guys out here hating. We want you guys to recover. This is not the red pill, 
It's the after pill. All right. And so I did a video on this early, early on in my YouTube journey. Yeah, he's at stage five. Isido Rusko's here. He knows. What are the five stages of grief? And this is um, these are things that you will learn, you know, when when you go to therapy or you get some counseling and all of that. Let me pull this up right here. Um, and even this divorce website has it up here. Look, let me go ahead and share with you. Even a divorce site has this. Divorce is bad, man. People do not realize how bad it is. It is bad news. All right. It is the second worst thing you're going to go through. And many times it's the worst thing you're going to go through other than death. Do not take divorce lightly. Like, I don't laugh at people who get divorced. I don't wish it on people. It is a bad deal. All right. So what is five stages, uh, five stages of grief, grief and divorce? Denial. Denial. It's not a river in Egypt. Denial is the first stage you're going to go through. Right. And I'll explain it to you. Denial. You're going to be in denied, denied, denial. Tyrese is right here, too, where he's denying. It's about love. And maybe I did something wrong or maybe she's going through something. Maybe he's going through something. You're going to deny. The reality of the situation that you're in, hopefully that this will end, hopefully that the lawsuits were in. You're going to deny the fact that. That this woman, you, you're going to deny the fact that this woman is going to be doing what she's doing to you. You're going to be in disbelief. Many people are in denial before it happens. My wife will never do that. My husband will never do these things to me, right? And then they're going to do them. This is the person you slept next to. You slept securely next to. Next to you felt protected. You were vulnerable. This person could have took your life out many, many times. Now she's actually trying to, or he, trying to take your life out. They send the assassins to you. You're going to be denial until the lawsuits and the legal paperwork and the reality going to hit you. You're going to see legal bills climbing. You're going to see lawsuits filed. You're going to be having make a court appearances. You're going to miss time with your kids. You're going to see your finances implode. Everything you worked hard for gone. Not my girl. Yeah. You're going to be in denial. The next one, anger. Okay. This is going to be a breakup or divorce. You're going to be angry. This is a natural stage that many men get stuck in. You get stuck in this anger and you can't get over it, especially if you're being gaslit or you have a baby mama terrorist. You're going to continue to be angry, right? Especially if you don't financially recover or there's something, you know, you lose your job as a result of this. The anger is going to infect and infest you. Many men are still stuck in anger. All right, I'm telling you, do not get stuck here because you will stunt your growth and maturity. I'm way past the anger. I do these shows to help men. I'm not going through many of these things anymore. And uh, without this ability to push this message out, it's just going to make people angrier. So people want to see the death of the manosphere. These are usually men who don't have experience with women as a whole. And um, they don't realize that this is therapeutic, man. Black Ram 313 says, this is therapeutic, man, for a lot of men. This is preventing men from going out doing bad things because they have a space to come to. Yes, it could get weird. Yes, it could get angry. Yes, it's going to be a lot of talking and thunder and lightning. A lot of maybe what you would call bashing or hating. Sure, this is undeniable. But without this space, many of these people probably would have taken these frustrations out in the physical world and not just the internet. So this is a good space in general 
for people to air out their grievances, at least, and be a sounding board, or better yet, someone to speak from their perspective because these men cannot speak, right? And so these men are in anger, and I come on with this message, and I can have humor with it. I can entertain with it. So at least there's a guy on the other side of the screen that is crying, considering taking his own life, considering potentially harming himself or others that can laugh at least for three hours, sometimes seven hours a day listening to my show because they're stuck in anger. So now I can bring a humor aspect to it because I know what they want to see. They want to see goofy women and they want to see me talk about straggles and they want to see the, but, but that there's, that's just part of the show. I can then educate them of trying to get to a recovery point because I was able to recover and mostly because you guys helped me, right? We all are a part of this. And now what's worse is that men think they know better, but they're just too young and wet behind the ears to understand that when you go through this, it's the loneliest place, place on earth. So yes, you're going to be angry and it's okay to be angry. So people who listen to angry red pillars, if it bothers you, don't listen to them. Let them be angry and let the people who want to them be angry, let them go over there. They don't represent the group as a total, as a whole, but they have to go through this. And they also have to overcome this for real. I don't look down because you're angry. I don't listen to angry red pillars. I don't. I used to, but that was when I was in my stages of grief and it was important. What they were saying was important to me for me like, wow, they needed to snatch my collar up. But don't listen to them. They don't represent all of us. And if they need to go through this grief, let them go through it because it's important. Then I tell them how to grow through it. All right, the next one, bargaining, the bargaining stage, okay? The bargaining stage. So the bargaining stage is like this, right? You start to say, well, not all women or this new woman I'm dating is better. Maybe I'll find a better option. When people say ignorantly, you pick bad, go pick another one. You just ain't finding the good ones. This is all bargaining, all right? You start to bargain and try to make a, your situation better by replacing the person that caused you this grief. This is something that I don't suggest. When you start saying, maybe I'll get back out there and you struggle with dating because you're angry as a man, and then you want to go out and date again, and I tell you don't. When I tell you don't marry, don't cohabitate, and don't have long-term relationships, this is because men aren't ready. It's not because I hate women and I'm anti-marriage. I'm telling you, most, most men are angry still or they don't have relationship skills to work on. Uh, that they, they have relationship skills that they need to work on and in conjunction of their need to work on themselves through doing the things that I suggest in the free agent lifestyle, they're partnering with people who are shitty and have no relationship skills either. So this is a recipe for disaster. So you bargain, 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 you get out there, you go back out there. Maybe I'll try this dating. I'll try this game. I'll try this mouthpiece. I'll try this strategy. I'm here to tell you, you ain't ready. And this isn't a personal attack. You ain't ready. I know a lot of guys that run game. They're the angriest, most female hating guys out here, but nobody seems to call them out. The shit that they say about women is absolutely disgusting and disgraceful in my book. I would never say the things that they say, and they're the most misogynist out here, right? I don't treat women like that at all, all right? I'm not saying that I treat them better, <laughs> but come on. 
they're full of anger. They're full of piss and vinegar, but they try to mask it as they don't sound like it by playing fake ass alphas and fake ass masculine and fake ass successful with women running game. And in fact, they're hateful of women. They're angry. They're angry little trolls. Okay. And I know it because I know this shit up and down and sideways and like the back of my hand. I know the real you don't. Okay, you don't. And I can tell y'all, but I'm not going to throw people under the bus. Ninjas that act like they get bitches by saying that you're you're a woman hater. All right. I never come on here and say that stuff about women. All right. You hate women by saying that, but you're but I'm good with them. But you pump and dumping them or replacing them. That's just angry with women. Okay, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. But this bargaining stage is going to get you in trouble because you haven't fully recovered from the anger that you have. And so if the longer you linger in anger, the shorter the bargaining stage, meaning that you're going to bargain and it's going to take you one or two women to flip you back to the anger stage. You're going to flip right back to anger. Right? People be like, these bitches ain't ish and women don't deserve ish. I'd never say shit like that. <laughs> I call them goofy. But I don't be saying shit like that. Not on my show. I don't I don't talk like that. Because I'm not angry. <laughs> right? I have fun with them and call them flatbacks and gorditas and mastodons. And these are all fun jokes. But if you go into the bargaining stage after a prolonged anger stage, you're going to be back in anger. Or you're going to go to the next stage, which is depression. All right? So... This is a normal stage of grief. You have a bad breakup. Your girl cheated on you or it just didn't go right. You had a divorce. You lost your kids. You went broke, homeless. All right, bargaining to depression. Now, this is a stage where dudes get lonely. They see no way out. They can't see their kids. They, you know, there's a whole bunch of things that go on. They're being bankrupt by the court, the court of public opinion. You're, you're depressed. If you don't have a sounding board, if you don't go to get any counseling, counseling and therapy can sometimes send you back, back to the first stages, right? Because these people are ill-prepared. Most of them are morons in the counseling and therapy profession. Shout out to the legit ones. Most of them are absolute goofballs and been divorced 15 times themselves, and but they still pushing and pandering the APA. They're going to call you a misogynist, right? And they're not going to hold anybody else accountable. With that being said, depression stage is brutal for a lot of men. And people make fun of you, which is weird. They'll make fun of you. You need help. You need therapy. You need this without even being having a uh, very significant interest in that person getting help. They're using it to gaslight and belittle the person when it is an actual real stage. This is a real stage, and it's a stage that people need to recover from. Normally, if you get your economics straight, this is a good recovery. If you avoid bargaining stage, making mistakes in the bargaining stage, like you get married to a, you, you get a second wife and the marriage in the first two years is already off the rail. You got to save face. You can't divorce her. She can't divorce you. So you simp, you sleep on the couch. You, you then you're depressed. And you're like, damn, I fucked up when I had a get out of jail free card. Or you can't get back on the dating marketplace. The dating marketplace is a disaster. This could depress men. Because you're like, I'll find another woman. I've been married for 15 years. I'll just go out and date like I did when I got my first wife. It's a different marketplace. 
This can depress people quickly. With monetized women, with women being 304s, getting flown out, with women out here saying, I need a man that makes six figures, this could be depressing, right? It can lead you to make a bad decision about your yourself or your safety, which I do not advocate you hurting yourself or others. If you do, go find someplace. Do not use me as a hotline. I cannot help you, okay? But get out of this phase. The next one is acceptance. This is when you can graduate. When you get to the acceptance phase that what you thought was real was fantasy. Game, fantasy. Dating, somewhat fantasy. I mean, the dating rules are almost, it ain't nowhere close to what it was 10, 15, 20 years ago. Accept it. It ain't that no more. Stop holding out hope. You might get lucky every now and then. Uh, meeting girls, cold approaching, that shit all dead. It, it's dead in the aspect of what it was 10, 15 years ago. The shit is dead. Accept it. We fighting it. Game, that's all that's matter. That's fantasy. Love, romance, myth. Okay? Serendipity. Uh, you're not teenagers anymore. That shit worked. You fell in love with your wife when you were 19, 20, 24, 26. Now you're 40, 42. Now you're 36. Shit ain't happening. <laughs> it ain't happening. Y'all need to go get some hobbies. Go get a job. Go get a second job. Do some things to fill your time. Then... You're in your mid-40s and you got money and you're still lonely and you go back and you're going to make a goddamn mistake again. You're going to statistically. I mean, and if you don't, you're just going to be, come on, man. We Sometimes just accept what it is. Men are in love. Women are in business. Don't fight me on it. You can accept it or reject it. You can go roll the dice, do whatever the hell you want. But the, 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 the acceptance is men are in love. Women are in business. Live it. Money, energy, attention, and time. We all pay. See, these delusional dudes, well, I don't pay. You guys are somewhere up in the damn uh, denial stage. Ninjas is still up here. Men with no experience. You never wiped a, you never had a kid. You never wiped a kid's ass. You never had a marriage. You never had a living girlfriend. You never had a long-term relationship. You out here pimping broads. You in the denial stage. You're in denial. You don't even know what the fuck's going on in life. I don't pay. I just had this mouthpiece and I'll be running getting you're in complete denial about the existence of the world. You know nothing. Until you get through these areas, many of them dudes be angry as a mother sucker. All right. Deep down inside. So until you get to acceptance, you can complete your final circle where you can just say it is what it is. If a if a fine young feminine feline piece of calico came here on my lap and went meow and purred and let me pet her hair. Good. Let it happen. <laughs> let it happen. It is what it is. If it don't happen, Kesarasara, it is what it is. <laughs> so what? I didn't get the girl purring in my lap. Sometimes you can buy lease rent and whatever and she'll come over per accept it mm. ninja's trying to get ninjas not to buy punani and lease punani ninja it's the biggest punani leasing marketplace in the history of the damn world bigger than samsa samson when he was knocking down the pharisees or whatever the hell he was knocking down it's almost looked at it ain't even looked at people turn the blinds eye to and everybody know what is going on but ninja still supposed to be running game out here you in denial you in denial 
accept what it is. And so if a guy makes that decision, it is what it is, <laughs> right? It is what it is. And women jumping over there and they jumping over there daily. Yeah. <laughs> you see what it is? They jumping over there daily. It is what it is. New, 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 new world. Order. The Philistines. <laughs> the Philistines. Yeah. You see what happened? You see what happened? They don't want this message out here. All right. It is what it new, is. New, 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 new world order. All right. Um, where are we at here on the show? All right. I think uh the notorious CGA channel is still up. The the free agent lifestyle came down. All right, but um it is what it is. You guys gotta go through this march. I don't want angry dudes out here. I want dudes accepting what it is. If you're fighting me on these things that I teach you, you're still in denial. Or you might be just young, right? You might just be young, but I don't want you to hate women. It's actually one of the most useless waste of energies that you can have. Getting revenge, wishing hurt and pain and strife on women. I think they're going to make their own bed. But in reality, we're going to take the bullet wounds on anything, that decision that they make. And it is historically written. I want you guys to advance through these stages, get to the point where you are like, hey, I'm going to make a choice about my life. And women can be included or not included, and it is what it is. Guys, you can go to the Philippines. You can go to Thailand. You can go to Europe. I had fun in Europe. It was a part of the budget. I had fun. The ladies treated me nice and with respect. It is what it is. But if you're out here hoping, wishing, praying, running this, manufacturing that, you're really just going to complicate your life. Except what it is when the new world it had the old school died. New, 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 new world order. And it ain't coming back. The 90s are dead. The 90s are dead. Oh, you don't own women. You can't control them. You can't tell them what to do. They got their own money even when they don't. There's nothing you can do about that, guys. Ugly dudes don't get the woman that they want anymore. It's an 80-20 rule, 90-10. Accept it. It is what it is. If you don't like it, relocate to a place where you have a favorable advantage. Right. But, you know, these ideas that 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 that, that um, you can do old school, traditional marriages. How many traditional marriages have we seen blow up? <laughs> right. How many? How many for you to know? There's going to be another one probably tomorrow. And you're going to be like, Wow. How many do you need to see blow up and then the fisticuffs happen when they get to court? When they get to court, they pull the same card. Alimony, child support, primary custody, all right, domestic violence. They, they, it doesn't matter if she's a traditional woman, she lives in Midland, Texas, or she's a straggle-daggle in Atlanta. It's all the same laws. Anyway, let's get to this right here. Until the laws change, nothing changes, all right? Nothing changes. The laws are still the same, and I've been warning you guys about that. Chris the Rebel, Rebels, Chris the Rebel says Sam will find another simp to bait and switch, and she can easily do it for sure. Acido Rusco says he's at he's at fifth stage, which is acceptance. Best thing for Tyrese to do is call in and conversate with the free agent lifestyle. Get on here, man. Get on here. All right. He probably kicking it with the lead attorney and, um, you know, lead attorney, shout out to him in this um, recent ascent due to the Vlad TV interview. 
But, um, you know, men like even the lead attorney, and we've had discussions about him. I've been on this show. He's like a purple pill. He's a hope strategist. And I'm not saying this to diss him, but he's a hope strategist. He's aware of it, though. He's aware of it. And he's been married already. He's already been married. I don't think he has children, though. So that does, that can lead you to want to want that part of your life. I understand it. But when you're a hope strategist, it's a dangerous place to be. All right. But you got to better have your ducks in the row or in order. A&A Radio, powerful message coach, the manosphere saved me. Okay. A lot of men have been very much helped in this space. And I find it weird that be like, oh, man, uh, it needs to die. You know what I mean? I'll tell you, man, that's a that's a dangerous thing to do. Um, it's it's synonymous. You know what it's synonymous of? It's synonymous of female energy or typical liberal crat, liberal crat energy where they don't see the long term. What they want to die is the monetization of the personalities on YouTube, the competition, the competition. That's what they want to see die. They want to see potentially those men lose their position so that they can gain prominence and, and replace them in monetization. That's what they want to see die. They don't want to see the message die. This is simply just feminine energy. What they don't see long term is that if you don't have men like this, the silent majority who aren't bothering anybody, the silent majority who aren't dangerous, the silent majority who need the message, who enjoy it, the silent majority that contribute, they're going to be hurt most. Not the angry guys, not the misogynists. They're not going to be hurt by this. They're actually going to be more dangerous. Those men are more dangerous to you because now they're just going to take the shit to the street. <laughs> okay. But the silent majority, we're bothering nobody. We just over here, we don't, we don't invite people over here. We just be having a good old time. But I just call it what it is. Sky P gatekeeper said monkey double backflips on his most recent appearance on Fresh and Fit. And Coach Gang sounded off in the chat. PUA's got your words in day mouthpiece. Did he say that? People have been saying that. Did he say my name? See, what I tell you, man, these people don't say my name. They don't make no videos about me. Are people paying y'all to make videos? Because nobody reacts to my shit. All right. Not other than haters. Y'all ninjas got Kevin Samuels all in your mouth. Y'all be like, man, MTR said blessing and crowning these ninjas. Y'all better for show start saying my goddamn name. That's why I don't kick it with none of y'all. Y'all better for sure be saying my name out here and giving me my props. Then they just pass me up in subs because they monetize and then act like I ain't shit around here. Don't let these numbers fool you. CGA, the King of Kings. I'm the one that had the most impact on this space for a long time. Yes, bigger than KS. He watched me. I know if you, I, you guys don't know that. He took a lot of things that I said. I don't, I'm not saying he stole it. And I'm not saying he was not creative enough to create on his own. But he said verbatim things that many people have said. All right. And uh, then y'all come to my show. KS Ben told us that. Man, if you don't get the hell up off my page with that bullshit. <laughs> what? I influence KS in many ways, as many other people have, and so forth and so on. We've all influenced each other. But if you think I ain't had no impact on this space, shit. But ninjas don't want to say my name. And so this ninja going to be on what? They, they they on Fresh and Fit saying my shit? See, that's what I'm talking about. He on Fresh and Fit saying my phrase? He said the coach gang sounded off in the chat. 
Let them know. Fresh and fit. You know what I mean? I was with y'all when y'all had 60,000 subs. When I was a guest on your show, I was the main goddamn event. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget that. Ninjas got million subs and don't want to talk to nobody no more. Okay. Ninjas got million subs and shit and wanna don't want to talk to a ninja no more. All right. Hey, I was the main event. I've been the main event. <laughs> shit. All right. Yo, anyway. Telling this ninja, hey, Myron, you should have corrected him on the goddamn spot. But for some reason, these everybody got a hard on for the gatekeeper. He ain't doing shit out here for y'all that CGA ain't doing. And the gatekeeper gonna steal my freight, not monkey double backflips. I'll let y'all, I'll let him say some other shit that I said, but he ain't gonna say monkey double backflips and not say my damn name. And Myron, you should have corrected him. I got problems with you. I got beef with you. If you ain't correct him on the spot, you should immediately say, everybody go to Coach Greg Adams' channel. Fresh, Walter, Walter, you didn't correct that boy. You didn't correct that boy. You He for sure shouldn't say a goddamn thing that I came up with. <laughs> he better always credit me. You going to let him get away with that? He watches me every day. By the way, he watches everybody. So don't believe that dude right there. He watches everybody. <laughs> All right. Anyway. What are we doing? Sleego as the sauce says, you don't know a woman till you meet her in court. You do not know a what guys, men that claim they know women. You ain't seen a woman in court, you know Nathan. Okay, uh double R in the building. He says, Thank you for what you do. 11 years, and it still stings dealing with the baby mama terrorist, free agent lifestyle for life. It does. It's bad. Hey, and also also, I'm gonna let y'all know. I deal with the same bullshit every day. I come on this show and there's stuff I deal with on the background in my personal life that people want to make public that I don't make public. Unfortunately, I deal with the same bullshit y'all going through. All right. Every day. So I'm with y'all. Shout out to the double R. And it's bad. All right. It's bad, bad. Cafecito says, coach, you're Java. Cafecito. Coach, you're the man and what you do for men and your content is great. I'll always support and listen. Hit me with the, let's give it to you. I'm not happy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you better tell them boys, man. CJ ain't going away anytime soon. Shout out to Emmanuel in the building. Shout out to you. Where we got here? We got two more and then I think we done. Yes, indeed. Then it's going to be, I was only going to do two hours and look at me. I always say that Maryland guy, Maryland guy says my cousin blew through his $20,000 savings, putting his ex-girlfriend's kids in daycare. And he told me he never paid for the cat. <laughs> All men pay. <clears throat> Dudes will blow 20 K and won't give it directly to the woman. Ninjas will buy clothes. Ninjas will buy cars. Cologne, baseball caps, jerseys, hoodies, Timberland boots, Jordans, they whole goddamn persona, jewelry, all this shit, and be like, I don't pay. You got the me the both denial, denial, <laughs> right? Denial. 
Like how how big of a denial do you have to be? Well, that ain't paying though. That the mouthpiece though. I still got the mouthpiece. That is so the cognitive dissonance escapes me. I'm like, how is that? He says, bro, so we can't buy clothes. You can buy clothes. I got clothes on right now. But you didn't just buy clothes specifically for hoes. <laughs> like, you buy not only for hoes, for broken women. Because broken women like the goofy shit you wearing. So you buy clothes specifically. You get dressed every day so you can run your mouthpiece. Because without them goddamn clothes, their mouthpiece ain't going to do shit. Let's just let's just call it what it is. So let's just keep it real, bro. Like you got that in your mind when you going shopping. Otherwise, I'm in an old Navy T-shirt. <laughs> right. And some polo jeans chilling, wearing all black, mixing in with a trillion midnights chilling. Right. I, I, I didn't pay. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't understand how you don't see how that's like the middleman getting their cut. That's like you playing the madam. You paying the madam. You paying the pimp. Come on. It's part of the game. Look, accept it or deny it. Be stuck. You literally, you literally stuck. Just be stuck then. You, but, but that's part of paying, Ninja. You, you paying the middleman. When you take them out to restaurants, when you go to the nightclub, I don't pay. You in the nightclub. You're in the nightclub. What the fuck do you think the payment is going to? Why do you think the nightclub is around? For your goofy ass? For people to dance? <laughs> no, it's to get money from goofy ninjas. That's why the nightclub is around. And what they do, they'll even pay women or let them in for free. So yo goofy ass can pay $25 for the drinks. Mm. Huh? I, I, but I don't pay. Man, what? <laughs> That's paying. That is paying to be in the company of girls. That is the tricking. No, you still fighting bars restaurants sky sky roof lofts you think that's there for the entertain no that's to get money out your pocket restaurants helicopter rides they they make money off of dates vacations resorts <laughs> please you paying you gonna pay that's part of the payment. Without those things happening, they go out of business tomorrow. Restaurants go out of business tomorrow without dates and bars and nightclubs. They go out of business. <laughs> they go bye-bye. That's the car you bought was for the hoes. They go bye-bye too. So get it how you get it. Jewelry business. Look at jewelry. Look at David's bridles, the jewelry industry, earrings and dude, they going out of business. They cannot stay alive and make a profit. Why? Dudes aren't buying girls jewelry. Dudes don't buy girls jewelry like that. Women buy their own jewelry. Dudes ain't gifting earrings and 
shit like that to girls no more. They going out of business. Bye-bye. Right? That's part of the middleman. That's the madame you're paying for, sir. You're paying the middleman. You're paying the pimp to get access to the punani. That's buying. That's tricking. But you don't have to. Just stay in denial. <laughs> right? That's the tricking. Yep, expensive liquor. Why is liquor cost so much? Because it's good. <laughs> Why liquor cost so much? Because it's good. Come on, stuff. You doing this to get the hoes drunk and get your drunk so you can get access to the punani. <laughs> then just buying furniture, legs of furniture. You buy your whole bachelor pad. Man, stop. Come on, man. You better catch up. Where we at? They paying the pimp. You pay the pimp. Everybody paid the pimp. That's the trick in. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Daylay says, Coach, have you heard about the new bill that bans the Bible called AR 2943? He says, introduced into California. He says, this is to combat Florida because DeSantis is banning the reading rainbow community from teaching the reading rainbowness to kids. Even if you guys are not religious, I highly suggest having at least two or three Bibles in your home. Wow. California? California is banning the Bible. Wow. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. That's nuts, man. Thank you for reporting on that one. Thank you for reporting on that one. By the way, um, men be paying for dating apps, Tinder premium. That's the trick in. <laughs> no, it ain't. It helps me pump and dump. That's the trick in. You're paying. You making Bumble and Tinder and all these people money going on their app, looking at their ads, clicking on it, swiping, paying for premium. That's the trick in. That's paying for the punani. <laughs> yeah. No, it's only $19.99, Sean. Okay. Yep. It's all the same, man. It's all the same. <laughs> but, yep, getting the boost. I'm a boost for my next hour. I'm going to boost. $10 for the boost. That's the trick in. Going to the barbershop, getting lined up, and getting your shit off. Guys, if, if it wasn't for women, you wouldn't be doing. Most men wouldn't do none of this shit. You wouldn't make the effort. You wouldn't make the effort. Oh, speaking my mind says Raleigh from the boondocks said you still paying. I played that clip before. We probably need to put that on the intro. You still paying. Why don't you just buy her groceries and go to her house and get the punani? You still paying. Taking her on dates. That's the trick in. <laughs> that's our new phrase. That's the trick in. Yep, getting your suits and your fly shit on and your Versace shoes. and That's the trick in. Listening to your girlfriend talk endlessly, wasting your time. That's the trick in. Butters and Riley got it. These goofy clowns and men, denial. <laughs> denial. Double R says, quote of the day, when the student is ready, the teacher will come. He says, keep that mind when you're presenting this program, shout out to you. So yeah, I got, I got to do it. You know, I got to break some dudes down and build them back up. 100%. We got to give them that real. And I'm here not to debate you. It's not even debatable at this point. You're just in denial and I'm in acceptance. It's okay. 
<laughs> All right. All right. Shout out to Jacob says, I get my FUBUs in jean shorts for free, coach. Shout out to you. Still wearing the jorts, the jean shorts, and the FUBU. 100%. 100%. All right, shout out to the coach gang. Let me say here. Let me see if we got it. Watch it. Dude, it, it, it's bigger than this. Confidence O says, but for real, how does a youngin get some punani without dates? You mean prostitution? That's what you're talking about? Like, that's that's what dates are. Modern dates are prostitution. All right. You can debate that. But that's where it stems from. But there's other, many, many other ways to do it. It's just going to take you time. You got to trade time, all right? Remember, time is time you can measure, you can quantify. You actually exchange, exchange time for money on a daily basis. You use time as a currency all the time. Just find time to waste or opportunity costs to put into it in the endeavor. You'll eventually get somebody to buckle, <laughs> right? You'll get somebody to buckle. You just need to use time, okay? Or you can use money directly, but whatever the hell you want. It's all the same, though. Dr. Strange, get in here. It's all the same. Whether you use money, energy, attention, or time. Sometimes you, you, will, you will use all four. Sometimes you will use two of, the three, two of the four. Sometimes you will use one. Whatever it is. I've seen them just acting like they don't pay. And they'll tell me all the time that they spend trying to fool women into bed. I'll be like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, wait. And they be like, oh, I got this idea. And I'm like, yo, but don't you wait. How much time did you spend? He says, without stress and no prostitution for real. Guys, this is a monetized market. Hey, what you could do is go find a cock, cock eye, buck tooth, knock knee that actually understands her position. You can go ahead and finesse the shit out of her and tell her you love her. You probably get some punani. Yep, they'll spend hours on Tinder, hours on Tinder, hours answering Tinder messages. You can't even drive your car because your Tinder peaking, pinging, pinging, pinging. Your Tinder notifications blowing up. You can't even stop drive. You trying to answer the broad before you lose her, before she jump off the hook. And I'm like, you going to crash your car trying to answer that fat woman's uh, text message. Meanwhile, you ain't paying. I'm like, bro, you're going you to pay for a new automobile in a minute. Your insurance going to go up trying to answer these whales on Tinder. <laughs> All right. Ninja, you're going to pay up the, up, the, up the nose trying to go and mac bitches on Tinder. Right? The, the tremendous time suck of dating apps. You, you losing, bro. You losing. Ain't paying attention. He said, you ain't paying attention. These niggas, these niggas out here answering 20, 30 women's messages on Tinder. And I'm like, but you ain't paying? Like that? What? Anyway, shout out to Confidence Oh, He said, listen, go over to locals.coachgregadams.locals.com. And most of these women are garbage. Like, I'm not saying the women are garbage. The women on Tinder and Bumble are trash at that. So then when you put that into it, you're doing the freebie route by doing your 1999 Tinder boost. And then you talking the straight up garbage. Then you trying to hold on for a second. Let me put the meme up. Then you trying to sleep, finesse, talk, free talk, 
multiple text messages, rotation. This is what your rotation look like. Because the amount of women you got to talk to on Tinder to get a rotation, you need to pay for the premium. You need to pay the gold. All right. So that's what you're going to be knocking down, talking about I'm the Mac and then I'm my mouthpiece. All right. So let's just put that into perspective. My what I when I go to the junior college, it is much cheaper. It's the cheapest way, not meaning the cheapest, it's the fastest way to get to I want, meaning it's going to be the least expensive, but the better quality. Right. Think about this. And listen, you can either have two of these three cheaper, faster or better. Cheaper, faster, better. I'm giving you guys so much free game over here. It's ridiculous. You can take this. This is game for life, business, and women. You pick two of the three. You can get it cheaper, faster, or better. Pick two. Most of the time, you're only going to get one. If you got leverage and options, you can get two of the three. If you're paying, you can get two of the cheaper, faster, or better. If you choose better, and faster, it's not going to be cheap. You're going to have to pay. If it is cheap and fast, the quality goes down. Better don't exist. Cheaper and faster means trashier. Okay? Two of the three. You're mostly going to get one. Most of you, if you're using no leverage, you're only going to get one. Pick one. Cheaper, faster, or better. Which one you want? <laughs> okay? It is what it is. So uh, always, if you choose faster and better, it's not going to be cheap. If you choose better and cheaper, it ain't coming fast. If you say, I want some woman cheap and better. I want a high-class woman, a eight, and I want it I want it cheap. That means I'm not going to pay, but she's hot. That means it ain't coming fast, Ninja. You're going to be waiting. I want a top. I want a top-notch hoe. I want a fine chick. I want a slim tick chick. I want an Instagram out. I want a baddie. I want a bad bitch. All right, yes. Okay, you want it better. You want it cheap. Ninja, you're going to be waiting. Like my man Confidence O in the building. You're going to be waiting. It ain't coming no time soon, bro. That train ain't coming. <laughs> better and cheaper, Ninja. So better and cheaper is your selection. You're going to be like, damn, where's she coming? Where's she coming? Where's she coming? It ain't coming fast on delivery. You're going to have to wait your turn. You're going to be 88th in line. But you'll get her eventually if you wait around long enough. Mm. <laughs> I got the mouthpiece, though. All right. <laughs> She's somewhere in Thailand. Yeah, bro. So that means you got to take a what? 20-hour flight? So, yeah, it ain't coming fast. Get on that 20-hour flight. Get your money out. Get over to Thailand. Ninja, by tomorrow, by tomorrow, you'll be over there on an all-nighter, slumped in the back, cheaply, in your coach seat. 20-hour flight, Ninja. You get your dime piece. It ain't coming fast, though. Shout out to my man, uh, Mr. Baker is in the building. He says, Coach, you definitely helped me in my situation. Thank you, brother. That's what I'm here to do. And you're still tricking on the flight, right? I didn't pay. Yep, you're still tricking on the flight. See, dudes that do the passport bros thing, I'm cool with it. But just call it the tricking. No matter if you go over there and get it for free or not, you're still paying. 
you're still paying, right? So nobody escapes to pay. Nobody escapes to pay. I'm not calling them tricks. Everybody tricks. It's just levels to the tricking. It's levels to this shit, like Meat Mill said. All right, shout out to Mr. Baker. But everybody paying. Ninja, if you will go a passport, bro, you paying. Flights ain't cheap. Hotels ain't cheap. Food is cheap. Women are cheap. But Ninja, if I got to go fly 20 hours. <laughs> yeah. All right. That be the paying. And no mouthpiece is required over there, Ninja. You don't need no mouthpiece. Anyway, shout out to, and listen, again, I'm not putting people down. I'm just saying everybody's paying. You paying somehow or the other. So it, you can mix it up and mash it up how you want. <laughs> All right, where we at here? Miguel Money Mac says, stand alone and you hold it down. Stand alone and you hold it down. Thank you, brother. All right. All right. All right. And oh, by the way, free women cost the most. Take notes, man. Free women cost the most. If she's free, she's going to cost you the most. If she says, hey, my love don't cost a thing. Get ready to pull out all your money. I'm rich, By the end of what you pay, Ninja, you won't even you won't even have an inventory. You won't even be able to calculate how much money, time, and energy, and attention you have paid, Ninja. <laughs> it's You wrote a blank check. You wrote a blank check. As a matter of fact, Jack Reacher has that. I can't play it. I can't, I can't play the clip. But when that woman sat down in the bar, and he was like, all right, how much? And she was like, what? I'm not that type of girl. I want a real relationship. My love don't cost a thing. He was like, I definitely can't afford you then. She... I can't afford that. I can afford it an hour with you, but I definitely can't afford no damn my love don't cost a thing, woman. That's a blank-ass check. That shit too expensive. Free women cost the most. Write it down. I'm giving y'all lessons for life. Free women, my love, don't cost a thing. I want love, that relationship. I want them to spend time and attention. I want them to do this, be available to me. Man, that's a that's thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> that's my whole life, bro. That's ma'am. You want me to give my whole life? Yep, give me your whole life. Give me your whole life. Give me your kids. Give me access to that child support. Give me the government. Give me the marriage. Give me the wedding ceremony. Give me the car. Give me the house. Give me the shit. You talking about millions of dollars? Your love don't cost a thing. You talking about millions? Of, you talking about a million dollars, Mrs. Freebie? All right, look, man, we messing around around here, man. Look, I got to get out of here. Uh, look, if you broke, just say that. Shout out to the coach gang, and we out. Here's the thing, you know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts.